Okay, okay, welcome to episode one. We got a true legend in the game for this one. We got Justin Benny. He kicks this thing off right. He talks about snowboarding, what it's like to be one of Nike's top athletes. He talks about an injury that essentially led to a drug addiction, which essentially led to rock bottom and, and kind of what it took to climb out of that. And uh, even gets into death, the death of our good friend J2. So this episode is an absolute heater and his story is straight up inspiration. So without further ado, here's episode one. You are listening to The Bomb Hole. It's going to be very hot. It's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> the Bomb Hole. Hello! <laughs> I'm a hot little potato right now. Holy shit, was that an inverted camp in 80 with a melon grass? Okay, we're doing it. We are doing it. Welcome to the bomb hole. I'm your host, Chris Grenier. We got my co-host over here, E Stone, aka Stony Buds. In the building. So uh, we came up with a good nickname for ourselves the other day. Since he's Stony Buds, I'm Gren Diesel. Together, we're Bud Diesel. Okay? <laughs> yes, what's up? So Bud if you Diesel. see us together, refer to us as Bud Diesel from here on out. This guy is the man of the hour. We're happy to have him. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Benny. How we doing, JB? Shit, doing good. Doing good. Nice to be here. So stoked it's to have you here right now. Hell yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on this thing. Uh, really excited to talk to you today. Yeah, man, so you grew up in Utah, correct? Actually, I was born in Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah, North Shore. Did Oahu. not know that. I did not know that either. That's insane. Yeah, La- yeah. I was a little Howley boy growing up. Okay, wow. Oh. Howley. All right, yeah. right out of the gate, he's throwing us for a loop. Yeah. Okay. How old your shit did you live in Hawaii <laughs> for? Uh, I lived there until I was like seven. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then uh, my mom's from Utah. My dad's Canadian. Uh, we ended up moving back to Utah, get close to family and shit. Young um, Howley moves to Utah. Yeah, young Howley, man. They don't like white white kids in Hawaii when you when you grow up there, but it was cool. Did Hawaii's they give, you, yeah, a, that's a give trip. you a little beef or or it was chill? Yeah, dude. My first day of uh, preschool, I uh, was supposed to go, and I ended up running and hiding in my neighbor's boat. <laughs> so, like, it was like classic <laughs> boat hideout scenario. Yeah, like in the bow, I like pulled the cover back over me and shit. And my mom had like a whole search squad like looking for me. Just because the Lokes were after you, or they just didn't like white boys you know we grew, we grew here you flew here type shit even Damn. though you grew there huh even though you grew there i did grow there <laughs> yeah. you looked different though. yeah you looked different yeah i mean it wasn't like that bad there was like but you're hiding in boats fights and shit but yeah, yeah i just crazy. was scared you know but uh yeah grew up in hawaii uh my mom and dad got married and lived there for like 16 years but uh yeah pretty much most of my life in utah insane so what uh, me and Buds were talking about is that you you got into snowboarding here, but you were never really like a resort baby. Like you were kind of like, how did you how did you get into snowboarding? Yeah, what got you to the mountain? Well, it's kind of crazy. I, uh, I I didn't have like the type of parents that bought me all the shit to go snowboarding, you know. And uh, I actually lived next door to Bjorn and Eric Linus. No way. Yeah, growing up. And, uh, Shouts to the Linuses. Linus Shouts. brothers. So, uh, We're God. learning they're very influential amongst the kids God, I w- in this I w- community. I don't think I would have ever made it to where I was if it wasn't for them. Like, straight up. I uh, 
was a little hustler when I was a kid, and I started a, my own lawn mowing business. Okay. It was called the Lawnmower Man. I made, like, flyers and shit. <laughs> so <laughs> sick. <laughs> like, drew, pic- drew a picture of, like, this mean-looking lawnmower, like, eating grass and shit. But oh, sick. I went around the neighborhood and got, like, 10 to 15 houses I was mowing lawns for, and I knocked on the Linus's door, and their mom answered, and I remember she was like, oh, you're just the cutest little, like, little boy. I think you'd really like my sons. And she sold me a Transworld cover <clears throat> of Bjorn. She's like, this is my son. And I was like, holy shit, like, that's the dude I see walking home from school every day. I'd see him, like, I don't know, p- packing his car up with snowboard shit. And anyway, I started mowing their lawns and uh, met Bjorn. I think I met Bjorn first, but it wasn't long after that they, like, invited me into their room and shit and i saw like all this fucking forum and oakley and volcom shit just like he was just dipped man dude that's like era of a super pro forum eight just like they were larger than life it was those times too so i I remember i like saw his room and just like he was cool as fuck and i made the decision that that day like shit this is what i want to do you know you hadn't even tried snowboarding yet i hadn't and uh he actually hooked me up with like enough extra gear to go up but uh so sick so he gave me he gave me gear and then the next hurdle was like fuck like my parents don't really have a lot of money they're not gonna like give me money (laughs) or a ride so uh i got a pair of wire cutters and um hitchhiked up to brighton every day i could and just fucking clipped passes did this the hard way sorry winkler but <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there at the time <laughs> yeah so i just had to do it the just how i had to do it yeah you know? but um by any means yeah any means necessary yeah so i guess i just kind of fell in love with that i kind of had like uh some fucked up shit going on at home so it was like my escape yep it was like as soon as i got up to those mountains and was snowboarding it was that was what was life, you know. Yep. It wasn't the bullshit at home, and uh, it was crazy because I came home one day and I was like, all excited and shit. <clears throat> My mom was married to this fucking asshole at the time, and <laughs> I was like, shit, I want to be a pro snowboarder. I think like this is my shit, you know. And he was like, you're never gonna be a pro snowboarder. <laughs> Yo, he's like, you ain't ever gonna be shit. All I, in fact, I'll bet you a hundred dollars you won't even ever get sponsored. I was wow. Like, Damn. Damn. So I think that's what gave me the, the juice to like prove that motherfucker prove wrong. Prove this you dick know? wrong, so, right? Yeah, it was crazy. And then uh years years go by and <clears throat> I got my first cover and my mom fucking had me sign it and then she wrote fuck you threw it in, <laughs> threw it in his mailbox. Wow. <laughs> who who shot this cover? You. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was me. That was my bad. Stony buzz. <laughs> <laughs> you were 16 years old, dude, right? Yeah, n- not to jump forward too yeah. much. No, yeah. I mean, at this age, you're seven. This is your formative years, right? Formative years, I guess years, before yeah. the cover, what, like, you decided you wanted to get into snowboarding before you even snowboarded. So yeah. when you get out on a mountain, like, you must have got good quick then because if I met yeah, you at 16 I, and you're getting a cover here. Yeah, I guess Spite's, a, po- young. spite's a powerful motivator. Yes, <laughs> that is true, man. No, I, I remember, like, I think back on, like, my mindset, and I try to apply it today even, but uh, I remember those days of snowboarding, and I was always like, I'm going to make this happen. And it, I, like, convinced myself that there was no other reality. You know what I mean? It was like I 
saw myself as a pro snowboarder. I saw exactly where I wanted to be, and it was like there was no option. It was just like that's what's going to happen, you know? I think in anything in life, you like, I guess you'd call it manifesting. Yeah. You know? I, mm-hmm. just, I guess I fucking manifested that Straight shit. Up. And it worked. How yeah. old were you when you went snowboarding that first time? Uh, I was like, I don't know, 13 or something. Damn, so in I had three gone, years you had a cover locked. Yeah. Well, I had gone like a couple times. <laughs> Stony Bud. I had gone a couple times he's the, before he's the that. He's did it. My dad actually took me on uh, the first time I ever went snowboarding. He decided it was a good idea to take me to the tram. At the bird? The classic the bird. move, bring the, the kid tram. to the top. Yeah. For those that don't know, rowdy, rowdy run. Yeah, not a good first day snowboarding run, but uh, yeah, I was like not used to the elevation and had to like plug in oxygen in the uh, ski patrol booth. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, they do that? I couldn't breathe. I didn't even like, know they do that. Panicking and shit, but uh, yeah, so I was whatever, like. 13 something like that you survive that though you're gonna survive any day of snowboarding huh? <laughs> yeah no it was a good intro i think but um i guess i wasn't like as young as a lot of people but um that was just my shit like i breathed eat and slept snowboarding like, yeah whatever i could get my hands on it was like studying fucking movies and I obviously had those neighbors of mine i'd just see them i was like fuck like i don't know what else i'm gonna do and I saw snow for the first time when I was, like, seven. So I was like, shit, I guess we could do something with this. That's so cool. Instead of just hiding out in the, in the wintertime. But Straight from the boat hideout to the, basically a cover, essentially. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I, I love that, that, like, no matter what. Like, I'm, like you, you got your horse blinders on, you got your tunnel vision, and you're like, all right, snowboarding, no plan B. No matter what, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah. it's so sick when you see that shit work out. Did yeah, the, the homie give you the 100 bucks? Fuck no. He didn't. No. Maybe hit him with that Venmo request <laughs> yeah, right Venmo now. Venmo request him? <laughs> yeah, no, he's out of the picture. He's we could probably track him down. Oh, Get actually, that Hunsky the was, hard way. We could. Break <laughs> some kneecaps or something. I don't know. So do you do you remember, like, getting into filming and, and all that, how that started to happen? Yeah, man. I uh, That's kind of a crazy story, too. But uh, I was doing, like, little local contests and shit. Yep. And um, had done pretty well in a couple of them. And, I, and then... Uh, Dudes from Milo saw me specifically. Uh, Scotty Goodale, boom, R.I.P. R.I.P. What yeah. a G, straight yeah. legend, That's straight legend, right there. Uh, him and you know dudes like Nick East and Chris Cooper. Shouts to them too. Uh, they kind of like recognized me and put me on Milo's team for the first time. Yeah, and uh, you know when you're young, snowboarding and shit, you like your friend has a camera, you just want to like copy what your idols are doing so we were like hitting street spots and shit and i had done uh this backside 50 50 on um what was that king trail and like oh farmington no, oh west side it was like by the the community college the one like that Eisenhower bittner front board fake that's Biggie? the one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. eisenhower kink yeah so my yep. homie had eisenhower. a camera we went there my homie white owl shot photos shouts yep. to white owl Shouts to White Al. Um, Damn, son. Where'd you find We this? had like a puddle of snow. It was like a puddle of water. On the, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> on <the water>. yeah, <laughs> like one, one ice tray scoop, yeah. like a couple <laughs> scoops of slushy snow down there. Serious. Uh, <laughs> so we, I fucking laced that. I was super hyped. Landed on four ice cubes. Straight up. <laughs> yep. Like, no joke. And then uh, I was like, damn, I kind of want to like start filming. How do I do this? And can't remember who told me but they're like yo you got to go to the trade show that's where like everybody is you got to like go network and shit so i hitched a ride 
to Vegas. Uh, I was like, oh, I forgot I was in Vegas. I was like 15 or something. Yeah, yeah back 15. in the good days of Vegas, trade shows. Yeah, I actually uh, hitched a ride with Bozone. Ooh, nice. Wow, <laughs> shouts to Bozone. He was dating uh, Tora Bright at the time. That oh, is wow. insane. That was a long-ass time ago. I didn't know. I didn't even know that happened. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, it was. It was an insane power time, couple. Man. Yeah, power couple. Let's right get those, there. Let's get them back together. Get I don't know what's going on. That, that would be this, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, I went to Vegas. Just like found someone's floor to sleep on. I can't remember even who it was, and uh, I don't know who told me, but they're like, "You need to find Cole Taylor. <laughs> That's the dude you need to talk to." Because I, I think I had made my decision. I wanted to film with Finger. You know, sick. So. I had that camera with the back 50-50 on it, and I just, like, finagled my way into the into the trade show. Like, whatever. Uh, I didn't have a credentials or anything, you know what I mean? Nice. And, Incredible. Uh, I just went, like, it was probably so funny looking, dude. I was, like, this young kid just, like, do you know who Cole Taylor is? You know where I can find Cole <laughs> you Taylor? You found the most aggressive dude <laughs> yeah. in snowboarding <laughs> and scariest guy swollen. to approach. Yeah. yeah. Someone was, like, yeah, that's him right there. And just look, and it's this fucking pit bull of a human. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> probably had a wife. In his element, too. Like, yeah, yeah, just in his element. Just, yeah, looking tough. I was, like, God damn it, dude. What did I get myself into? <laughs> but, anyway, I had the camera on me, and <clears throat> I approached him and that you know the trade show there's just mad people everywhere trying to whatever talk business and i was like hey whatever introduce myself and i was like i got this shot and i want to film with you guys like we, we give us give me a second just to see this and i showed him and uh he was like shit little man like <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's give you a shot so whatever we exchanged contact info and then uh told me to hit him up when i got back in town and that's when I filmed my first part with Living Proof, and it was like after school and shit, when I had time. You had long hair, if I remember. Yeah, I did. Have yeah, long you hair. backlip uh, Trailside in that. Yeah. Right? that yeah. dude, we would we were tripping back east watching that backlip on Trailside. Really? Like, shit. Yeah. That and the first so time sick. you came out, we went to that, was your that, checkout. Like, Sorry, to was, was it? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. You it shoot was that? My checkout. I must have. It I was, just it was like Nate. That. I think it was Nate Christensen. Oh, okay. that's possible. I don't know. I, my memory for that is yeah. tough. I just know we had a lot of, sh- I lot remember, of photos. I remember Casey Nelson shouts to Casey. Shouts to, to Nelly. Casey. Shouts to Nelly. We He's like the first motherfucker doing like nolly, nolly into shit. He was mm-hmm. doing like, he did like a nolly tail press down that thing. <coughs> the first sesh, idol. we went to that Bountiful kink with the cement on the bottom oh yeah dude. And I it was back fit it was hebel or the kink back yeah, it was like hebel it was hebel and cooley oh yeah. yeah and they weren't down with the fucking young blood on the scene yeah they're they really they're playing <laughs> they were hating well, especially really? someone with such talent just yeah those, like well because they, they wanted on? to they wanted to set up like the ones above that weren't as, as big. oh i know you're talking about those kinks yeah, yeah. and i Sorry, set yeah. that up and twos had a fit you know j2 had a photo of like a switch 50 50 on that the one i front boarded mm-hmm I remember I set it up and I was like, "Fuck, I, th- I think I could front board this thing." And I remember Hebel and Cooley were like, "Man, fuck this! I'm not even gonna watch this dude try this." Like, they and didn't. Me want and Cole were all like, "Let's do this." Yeah, Let's they didn't want this. any part of it. They weren't even there when I did. Yeah, it. Like, I don't think so. It was just me and a fucking drop in. Yeah, and you guys. Um, we were juiced. That and was, those guys faded out. <laughs> that was the first day, though. That was like my. Yeah, that was the day. You know, and yep. you so did. I did the front board, and then it was like, "Fuck." 
when are we going to go next? Like, yeah. And then that's 15, 15 years old at this. Six, I think I was 15, 16. 16. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember driving there. So just to bring it back for a second, you know, what's so incredible is like a lot of people used to bring <laughs> DVDs to the trade show, hand those out. Yeah. Bringing a camera with the clip. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so true. sick. Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me, let me rewind <laughs> the it. The original this, clip. Like, like <laughs> shitty LCD screen. Like, and they're like, yeah, that's, that's Shit. just incredible. Well, I didn't have any means to make like a, sponsor me too. yeah yeah and it, my mind wasn't even there like yeah i started snowboarding and it was like i just loved to do it yeah it wasn't like i don't know like when i said i knew and i had my mind made up that's what i wanted to do it was wasn't like you know there's like thirsty kids out there yeah. that they snowboard and like that's yeah. what they want but in a not a so good way like, especially with the gram and everything else yeah, yeah nowadays, i didn't like, I, I wasn't like that i just like whatever yeah i had to make something out of nothing totally. you know so yeah. i had the camera brought it Fuck it. Yeah, it kids, kids like nowadays that. don't know anything about that because they're just like, put it on the gram. Oh, I'm going to get sponsored off of my gram. I it's know, pretty it's sick. With the phone, man. Yeah, and then it it's just insane to think like, all right, film me back 50 this with this handy cam, and I'm going to bring the, the camera itself to the trade show, and then I'm going to get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> like, And were you riding when, – so when you did that front board proving grounds, were you riding Tech 9 boards? or No, I was actually sponsored by uh, Solomon. That was my first. Oh, yeah, Solomon. Cooper, Cooper oh, yeah. got you on there. So yeah, right? Co- Cooper and Nick East. And Nick East. Yeah, those those guys boys. were huge supporters. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they – I got to credit them as much as the Linuses and you and Cole, you know? Yeah, they were – I remember they the were, those guys were pushing you, man. They were yeah. hyped. Yeah, Nick East and Cooper. Cooper's a fucking heavy hitter. Yeah, absolutely. Just like a hustler. Like same with East. Yeah. East lives in Those guys are Nicaragua. Geez. Yeah, just sold everything he owned and just moved. The like. good life. <laughs> <laughs> were you so right after you got that first trick? Where you proved everything? Were you just immersed with the crew right from then? Cole was hyped. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone was hyped. Yeah. I think it took a while for like other riders to like take to the new take kid a liking to me. But yeah. a lot of times people feel threatened. Yeah, they that's did. what it is. It comes sure. back. NKOB, new kid on the blocks yeah. here. But I don't know. New kid with some talent, fun. too, yeah. and some style. Swagger, Rondak, Mountain. And when called. Cole starts giving and you attention. <laughs> and yeah. this, and let's let's be real, the fits were just stupid sick. Like fat, tall T headband, or like a. It, I love the fits, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we got man. that cover that year, right? It must have been that yeah, season. Yeah, it was. It was the minor season. threat issue of Snowboarder Mag. Who was that dude? Tyler? He was in the old. Tech Nine movies, who's like oh Hebel, Hebel's yeah, homie. I forget his last name. I think it was him and Ali like pulled me in. Yeah, Ali that. was definitely there. He, like handsling, like, handsling over, over a roof. Yeah, it was a roof gap. Oh, <laughs> is it that one? The photo behind you? No, it was this. That's in Quebec. It's oh, that yeah. school uh, up kind of near where you live, over by yeah, the I don't cove. Re- I don't yep. remember the name. There's a like bunch a of jibs there. Okay, yep, yep. Tons of jibs at that school. So jib. did it? Did it? <laughs> jibs. <laughs> Shouts to the word jib. Yibbing. <laughs> Um, do you, so did, did it start kind of like popping for you, uh, after that part came out? Yeah. Living proof. I think, yeah. uh, I think it did. Um, did you notice any changes when that, that hit? Yeah, no, for sure. I think when the, f- the video came out, it was like just tons of options at that yeah. point, you know, like definitely got put on a different level at Solomon and yep. tech nine put me on. You're on the outerwear. Yeah. Outerwear and bindings. And bindings. Yep. And, uh. Oh, whatever. I think I was on, like, Celtech, and I don't remember who else. A lot of weird little sponsors that came and went, like came. Osiris and shit. Oh, shit, <laughs> true. <laughs> <At one point>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think after that first video part, it was, like, it was on. Yeah. Know? It was, like, that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, pro yet. Yeah. But 
I just knew like it was coming. Yeah, this is what's up. You're about to go on like a heavy run, basically. Yeah, yeah. And ready, next year you know? we did Moment of Truth, and you got the cover, box oh, cover. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Tech Nine video ever made. Black hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. We, we gotta get we, we gotta get into <laughs> this video black. part because yeah, there is some beautiful moments in there. I appreciate that. Um, thank you. First, I'd like to start with talking about the fits. Uh, some of the fits were like insane. You had like the the B chain. It was like a Boston Red Sox Benny chain. Yeah. The the do rag with the beanie over and like, bro. I was back east and I was just trying to like copy like trying to like find some shit to look dope and like not pulling it off at all. <laughs> and he was pulling it off. He was pulling it off. He looked good out there. I hear that, man. I'd see it now and it's funny, but no, I just like wore what I like. It's the same to this day, but yeah. like I don't know. I idolized rappers and shit, so yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna wear a fucking do-rag like yeah. or this big jersey <laughs> and this chain like I didn't get so it. sick. No shame. I just whatever. Yeah. But, uh, that chain, there's like a clip in there. I was like, mm -hmm. flossing it. The all lifestyle crazy. shot, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was kind of a joke, and then it showed up, and now it's just everyone. I'll tell you what, I personally like, loved it, like just because it's the moment. Of, it's the Mob Deep song, right? Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, Mob Deep, and like Heavy the, Mob Deep. The right? vibe is just incredible in that whole part, and then like in that part, you backlip of Kink Rail, which is. At that time, people weren't really doing, and you did it proper and put it up ninety. And I remember watching the back lip; like we would rewind that, and that was Shit, got us you. hyped. That was one of my favorite shots, I think. Ever really? Got. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Me as well. And then that's where the Benny Rail came from. Uh, uh, we we that that's like the, the first Benny Rail, the Which first the one you did. So we used to call for the listeners that don't know, like down flat rails that close out. Like close oh, out, close out rails. Are he, Benny was, rails. he was the original closeout guy, and the first one you did was like the gnarliest one ever. Was that, that the one where you cracked dome? No, no, that was oh, the next the one year. In like Idaho no, or something. Yeah, it was in Pocatello. Pocatello, that's yeah, right. Nick, Nick that one East was showed me all these spots. Wasn't actually. Bozong with us on that trip? He was. He was. That was like right when he signed. He jibbed some nine. stump right near there. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I know those shots. Closeout, classic stump jib. Yeah, that was little little trip to Pocatello. No one's ever hit that rail. How scared were you going into that thing? I don't know, dude. I had like. The fucking eye of the tiger. I think I was yeah. scared just I, I was, watching we that. We all felt it. You know, yeah. it was just like, I didn't think of, I just knew I was going to do it. You yeah. Know? It was one of those things. Yep. But I, you couldn't pay me like a trillion dollars to <laughs> fucking do that right now. I don't no. think a lot of people would do that. I mean, yeah. it's never been done again, has it? No, 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 no one's fucked with that. Yeah. No. And because and it's it's a mandatory make. You can't yeah, you come can't. off early on the outside nope. or on the inside. It's and a do or die. clear, like, this crazy sidewalk, yep. too, I remember. Yeah, like, was, there's no room for error yeah. on that thing. It, yeah, I think it took, like, three tries. I came mm -hmm. off kind of, like, to the side a couple times and then sent it. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't Yeah, I, don't I remember know getting a really dope sequence of that. <laughs> Shit, I must have had some good weed then. Well, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I also think happens? Like, I've, when I've been in it personally where you're doing stuff that you're like, damn, I didn't even know I could do that. There's, like, a snowball of confidence is what I call it. It's like you get rolling, you get a couple clips, you get some good ones, you get, like, a really good one, and you get another really good one. All of a sudden, you're like, there's nothing I can't do. I'm rolling right now, you know? Yeah, no, and you, you just build on it. You figure out your gauge, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, and Cole was really good at queuing up hammers. Queuing is that the word you're using? Queuing. Uh, queuing. He get. He's good at getting people to try shit. They don't want to try. Or you mean. would find them and then yeah. find a fit for them and then get yeah. you psyched to get it done. Yeah. I Yo, I know you got this, Doug. Yeah, shouts uh, to Cole. Cole what a G. fucking is the man. Yep. Shit, I wouldn't 
be where I'm at if it wasn't for Cole or you, Stone. Thank you. you guys I appreciate gave me, that, guys man. Both gave me my start, like Fuck. all the way. You gave us some inspiration too, man. You were just Thank killing you. this <laughs> shit. Yeah, Cole. So Cole had a way of, you know, bringing the the best out of kids. Yeah, you know, what I always mean? like it, you and Cole, man. You guys, we kind of play that good cop, bad cop. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> fun. Kind of do, but no, like. There should be s- s- more. There's there should be more said about like what you and Cole did for a lot of kids. You Dude, know that's I mean? awesome like, to hear. Thank you, you man. Find them, find them young, and you see something in them. Yeah, Cole was so the good talent at, scout. at yeah. giving that kid a chance, like giving you, you know? a chance to be like, let's do this. Yeah, it's cool, picked man. a certain eye to know who to pick too. Yeah, and yeah, to be not. the right fit for FODT and yeah. I mean, it's like you guys grab grab. Bittner, he went on to do Mac Dog, and like yeah. it was just so many. The, the list goes on forever. But. Matt, yeah, there's yeah. so many people. Yeah. yeah, so many people got their start at Finger. Those were good times. Yeah, the best. You were with us for how many movies? Uh, I think the last one I had, uh, I did was, I had like a couple shots in One Love. Yeah, One Love. It. Okay. Yep. Which one did we go to Russia? Uh, that was I think the first year I filmed with uh kids. No. Or am I oh, so that was no. in. We were actually. So I'm getting ahead of myself. That no, I think Russia's at after. Russia's after Cole that. Actually, yeah. with kids. Now. So, so yeah, it went Tech Nine, and then he went to uh, Kids Now. Yeah, and that's when he did the Montreal trip with Mikey and 91 Words for Snow. Yeah, and that's when we got that cover. Yep. Yeah, that looked like an insane year, but that trip specifically to you guys' trip to Quebec oh, looked man. mental. Any. Any time spent with Mikey yeah. is yep. the fucking best, man. And I, they had you guys <laughs> mic'd up for 91 Words for Snow, yeah. and it was just oh, man. insane. I, that was fine. I remember David Benedict coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wasn't Jake Price fuck. our filmer? Yeah. Yeah, Jake, Jake Price. Jake Price. Jake Price. Dude, such a G, and yeah, he came to Quebec. so weird. It was so surreal. I was like, this young little gangster little kid. David Benedict's just knocking on my door and like coming in my little studio room. <laughs> that was the first mo- like I moved out of my my dad's place when I was like seventeen. Yeah, moved in with my brother and I moved into a room with no windows. It was <laughs> fucked up, <laughs> but I slept little next prison. to my yeah. It was a little prison. I slept next to my turntables and little beat machine, and that's where we did that little interview. It was just crazy. D- David Benedict sitting across the yeah. table like the dude's a fucking legend. Yeah. In your room with no windows. Yeah, it was like <laughs> this uh, ghetto little setup. It was cool though. Yeah, you explained the Quebec like street riding scene really well in that. And I love when you and Mike are in the hotel and he's wearing your like fatty oh, red yeah. tall tee <laughs> and you're running like the little baby shirt. Fuck, so man, good. we had so many good times. LeBlanc man. was so funny, dude, and on the man. road, huh? Yeah, it'd be like that was like a yoga retreat. You came home with like a fucking 12-pack just <laughs> from laughing, laughing and shit, dude. <laughs> you could just look at Mikey's face and you're just like, Jesus, that is, you look insane right now. Yeah, he just like turns on these different characters. Yeah, you know his what characters. I mean? Like his characters, Mike Stryker was one of them. Yeah, Mike Stryker. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, th- those are the best. And he just trips. animates when he puts on the characters oh, and his voice man. changes. and He's the funniest motherfucker And you I can't know, even like, talk. Absolutely. Without <laughs> a doubt. Yeah, you know? but then you see him other times, and he's like so cool. Yeah, like mellow, serious. Yeah, he's always cool, but you know what I mean. Like 
if you I've introduced him to people and they're like, "That's the dude you said is like the funniest yeah. motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> you would never. A lot of people have no idea, right? Totally. Trust me, though, <laughs> he is. You can also yeah. like go meditate, sit on a concrete floor for like seven hours, and just like say nothing. Yeah, that dude's got a lot of power, man. He's yeah. just really amazing, dude, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, we we got to get into on that Quebec trip filming for uh, Burning Bridges. The oh the the oh. the rail. <laughs> Oh shit! The oh, cab no. two. I mean, let's the, talk the about the cab it. two heard and seen all around the world still to this day. I saw it posted maybe this season, shit. last season, torment maybe. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Well, it was at the uh, what was that? The battlefield, battle, battle. battlefield. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mikey was there then too. Yeah, Mikey jumped off the top of the thing, right? Daryl was there. Yep. Yeah, it was a. Uh, <clears throat> it was the first. Cab 270 had ever done. I was there. On a handrail. Okay. Um, I just kind of like fucking started the session and it's like, I'll do a little half cab tail press and then it just kind of evolved and it's like, fuck. Cab 2 fakey. Cab 2 to fakey and then to regs, but um, I don't know. You basically laid the paperwork for how that trick needs to be done. I didn't try to. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Was your first one? Yeah, but the the like whole the whole feel of that like we were as a squad back east like rewinding the cab two, watching the cab two. People weren't doing cab twos like that. They weren't holding, putting it up, putting it in ninety, and just like the landing was just like so like borderline cocky. Just like (laughs) you know what I'm saying that where we were just we were like. Okay, we got to figure out how to how do we look like that? How do we? I'm buy, I'm, first of all, I'm going to Walmart and I'm buying a red tall tee, I'm, and I'm going to put a white tall tee underneath it, and I'm going to go learn cab twos tomorrow. Okay, I thought I was wearing a gray hoodie. Maybe you were, but I think it was but, a gray hoodie. But you but, were, but you were rocking <laughs> that yet. and the, other clips. Yeah, um, the red tall the red tall tee was in rotation on that yeah, trip. Though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, fuck, it just came together. I didn't ever expect it to be like this trick to be remembered, you know, but. It's really cool that people to this day talk about it, you know. It's like I actually uh learned that trick watching Bosnuts do them at oh, the Oh yes. Like preseason on little rails. I just remember like wasn't even strapped in, I was just like eyeballing him. Just do, watching doing him. him. I was like, Holy shit, he does them different and better than anyone, you know. Yep. And that's where I like that was in my head when I was doing it, you know, just Take watching it to him. the streets. I just yeah. thought like do it step by step. Like I think with any trick, like Yep. Don't try to just force it all at once. Like, do the ollie first and then whatever, step by step. Step by step. Yeah. Oh, shit. Pop. It's crazy. Pop. Then spin. Then spin. Then spin a little bit more, put it on, swag it up. Yeah, man. I need to do another one of those. Swaggy D and the boys, dude. Swaggy D. Swaggy D. (laughs) Well, the good thing is we have, uh, I'm looking at my uh, thing here. We got 27 hours of recording time. So maybe 26 of them, we could be talking about the cab too. Uh, For for 26 hours (laughs) straight. For sure. Change our catheters (laughs) and our uh, urine bags at hour 20. I got a round of urine bags for the boys and uh, we're we're not moving for a while. We're going to talk this out, boys. I got a colostomy bag. I'm good. <laughs> you, you know, this is a bold claim, but, you know, some people might crucify me for this, but I'm just going to say it. You got, you know, two, you got Ingmar's method for the for the street dogs. You got Benny's cab, too. Dude. Is that out of line to say? Is that I out of line? I don't think you're out is of that line stretch? saying I that, I think man. some people would agree. I think some people would agree. That's just me. I don't know. Damn. I was on a trip. I'm honored. Thank maybe you. two Shit. years ago, and. I think it was maybe with Stark. I don't know. Props to Stark. 
Shouts and to I, Stark. And I pulled out that clip, that sequence, and showed it to him. I was still on my computer. I carried my whole catalog, and people it's on the trip insane. were just tripping. Just yeah. like, what? You have this on your computer? Shit. Just frame by frame. And then I think they recorded it off the movie, and, and he put it online or something. Oh, that's where that came from. Yeah, it might have been him. I, don't, I think it was him. I don't know. Somebody. Yeah. But, yeah, people are still just like, what? That's crazy, man. Yeah, I didn't. Ever expect that to happen? Like you know? 46 years ago, I think. <laughs> yeah, 46, 7. 47 like maybe, yeah. yeah. We were young in the streets of Canada, just hyped. And LeBlanc, <laughs> okay. LeBlanc jumped off the top of the fucking battle oh, yeah, he monument. Oh, yeah. Daryl Mathis was there. Yeah. Pretty sure. Solid crew. And yeah. then, uh, and then you know, you hit him with that that part. Had the, the famous. Luda. That one, the you know. Still got to slap that one when I'm driving around in the GMC. <laughs> yeah. So how'd that work? You did 91 words for snow and kids know same season. Yeah, they were like pretty willing to work with each other. Yeah, that's dope. And, uh, I think there's like a lot of similar shots in both movies, yep. but uh, they were just different, so it worked. Yeah, I mean they were like cool to work with each other, so it worked out. Um, it was a fucking honor to be part of 91 words for yeah. snow. Like, yeah, insane. Like, to this day, I'm just like I don't know how I managed to fit in there. And then shortly after that, to keep things moving, I remember um, in that si- same time period, you kind of switched over to film for Absinthe. And uh, yeah, I remember uh, the, the car toes were hitting. That's kind of what I want. That's yeah. when the gap started hitting. Dude, the pivot car toes and ropes. Wrap it around everywhere. the pole, yeah. ropes. Yeah. It's a dangerous time in the streets right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, man. That's some close calls. <laughs> dangerous time in the streets. We didn't have winches or bungees, you know? Yeah. So we had to do, had to do it. Actually, probably but better, uh, better times. <laughs> shit was progressing, and it's like, fuck, we got, we can't use a dropping ramp. We need more speed. Like, oh shit, just tie ropes to the back of this truck and gun it. Yeah, I wonder who the first person I, to throw that out was. I think fucking honest, honestly, <laughs> Marco. I heard back. I, I well, let's see. So, I saw Breezy's sponsor me tape. Oh, years ago, like. Before Breeze he had any sponsors, and he was doing car toes like way back. That then. sounds about right. Damn, <laughs> <So> we <laughs> got to get to the bottom yeah, we need of the. We got to go of the CSI Miami. I might hire, hire a little uh, private investigator to get to the bottom. Yeah, of CSI might, Miami. My exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He might be it, but yeah, those makes were the a lot of sense. Car toe yeah. days. That was tight. We were like, that was when like MFM was filming with us and shit. And that dude, that dude was like my fucking. Idol, growing yeah. Let's up, talk you know idols. I mean? Who so, were the idols? Shit, the Linuses, uh, MFM. You know, pretty much the whole such a G. Forum eight. I really liked. Uh, there was this old sled movie. It was like a snowmobile and snowboard movie called uh, Seven. Fuck, I always forget the name. But Kel Stevens had the most insane. Ooh, fucking damn son, where'd you find this? Most insane shit. Yeah, Kel Stevens was dope. He was just boosting off like big ass. Wind lips going like a hundred miles an hour, and he's just a G. Like he's a yeah. G. He's just a dope ass dude. Yes. Um, who else, man? Yeah, I mean, that's it. What Mike, was it like Mikey. when all of a sudden you're shooting with Mikey and MFM? And it was crazy, man. I didn't. I didn't even. Were you know intimidated, or you just did your thing? Yeah, I mean, part of me was definitely intimidated, but it was just like they were cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. There was no need to be intimidated. Yeah. And they were all like treated me like the young kid you know so it was like they were helping me out any chance they got you know sharing that knowledge is so important 
Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. In life, you got to just kind of like take the bull by the horns sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm in this, I'm this, in this position, and fucking just got to do this. So yeah, it wasn't like there was part of me that was like nervous and shit to be around them, but it was more just like I felt like I was learning, you know, being able to see it firsthand and like just learning from the bosses, analyze their shit in person. Yeah. Cool. It's like you almost learn it by osmosis just from being around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, just for pick sure. up on how they do it. And yeah. Marco seems like one of the most confident dudes. Just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do this. FT. Boom. Oh. Done. Yeah. He is just insane. Watching that dude ride as opposed to, like, seeing him in videos is insane. But seeing it in person is fucking insane. Yeah, Day at the Bird with Marco. Yeah, I was just going to say it. The yeah. Bird. Like, you've never seen anyone High pop speed like that. High-speed Rizal, he used to just throw shit. the biggest ollies and nollies off of. and Yeah, we had a lot of fun, man. We, like, tour for absinthe premieres and shit. Oh, on the I tour heard those bus. premiere tours are oh, You hit those tours back in the day Yeah, we doing we, this. Me and Marco would put uh, bring our beat machines on the on the bus. Yeah. And he had, like, these big-ass Mackie speakers and shit in there. So we'd just, like, <laughs> be making beats on the road the whole time. It was fucking the best man it was yeah. cool. hitting up all those dope cities party yeah. until dawn i remember uh one time rockstar he hit this like little road gap thing in denver you mm-hmm. might have been there Back. He, he was dating <laughs> he was dating that like wwe, oh, the WWE chick, chick. <laughs> the martinez <laughs> what were they the twin i don't remember what their names were i can't remember i just saw name. a video she's like married to uh and John and Cena, or what was the John guy? Cena? John, John Cena. Cena. Damn, they have yeah. like a kid together. It's insane. Yeah, okay. Marco would bring her on trips, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember we're like shoveling this spot out, and she was just there, like kind of pick up a shovel every now and then. But he's like, "Yo, dog, you hungry? Homegirl's gonna get some burritos. You want some burritos, dog?" <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, she'd bring us burritos to the spot. Yeah, shouts to her, whatever your name is, but. Shout out to John Cena's wife. John Cena. It might even be her twin sister, but it's no, one yeah, of them. They're, they're twins. twins. Yeah, there's twins, and they're in the wrestling world, and they're they're big. They're Crazy. huge. They're, they're like, like top top notch. Ones. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, man. Traveling <laughs> with the with the idols. I don't know what like what I thought. I think I was just on like a different level of life. Just so grateful, you know, mm-hmm. like happen you know it was like all those thoughts of like i'm gonna make this shit yep. happen and then it, you're there and you're like fuck i guess here i am i got a <laughs> seat at the table holy yeah. shit now yeah. i gotta do something with it what's crazy yeah. about you too is you never did any contests well or yeah. maybe maybe some street jams right i did I'm, like i did like little contests when i was young yeah just to kind of like get my name known. get your name but out yeah but your pro advancement is really straight video part yeah direction. I, was, I was against them man i had like Solomon and a few other sponsors that like p- tried to put in my contract, like you have to do contests. Like, oh, they did. Oh yeah. And I just straight up was like, nah, I'm I not doing it. So I remember <laughs> Solomon you had want. your back on those covers too, photo incentive wise. How many covers have you had? Do you? Even uh, I had four with um, snowboarder, snowboarder, three with wow. me, one with Bob Plum. Yeah, Bob Th- Plum. Those are some heavy Holly. numbers, yeah. dude. Three. We had like three in a year, maybe. And yeah, it was, it was kind of seemed like back to back for sure. Yeah, also, Muzzy had our back heavy and loved Muzzy, your style. Shouts to Muzzy, I you, love that motherfucker. You remember that board? I do. That was like that my dome, first one. That was yeah. Does your board Doman? Oh, crazy! Doman did the graphic up there. What's yeah. on the base of that one? Uh, it's like some some kind of taggy. Base, you had that board with the oh, shit. That was one of Dave's that original boards, aside from Tech Nine, I think, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I remember. Doman was living in Seattle. I went out there to 
kind of work on some graphics with him. But did he do yeah, all your boards? He did all my boards. Yeah, my favorite though was the the shank board. The shank. That's yeah. yeah the shank. Shank. I said that one was, I was my bring favorite. It, but I like the one, the one I have is all fucked up, so it like wouldn't have. Dude, I love that art. Good, but yeah, that was a fuck. Dave's just a powerhouse. The he, best I th- dude. I think, the best. Uh, the best. Dave I think he like Bowman. loved making graphics with me, but also probably hated it because I'd come with just like the most fucking weird <laughs> shit like, i want you to do like a detailed pencil drawing of shanks like a lot of work and i did, yeah. like, didn't like i don't know probably i feel like an asshole i probably didn't understand how much work yeah it took but he always did it yeah he I always comes through with your vision it. if you have the vision man he's putting that out on paper that's so sick and what stage did you get involved with nike because uh, that was a big part well, of your sponsored life right yeah, for sure. I think I was with Nike for like seven years. Seven. Yeah. Damn. That was crazy when they came on the scene. So it was kind of a weird point, man, because uh, I think I had just gotten fired from D.C. because I actually wore a pair of Nikes to the Mountain Lab. <laughs> Classic. They didn't like that. Yeah. but You got straight fired. I got canned, but Bots, the dude that was a team manager, Bots. Hold on, I got to hit you with a quick, quick You're one. You're fired. Okay, continue. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> He was sending me, like, girl shoes and shit. Bots was. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck do you want me to do with these? So I wore Nikes, like, fuck him. But anyway. I would have straight sold those on the streets, dog. I probably did. Sold a lot of things on the streets. <laughs> but uh, We'll get to that. We can get to that. I, I remember Bobby Meeks calling me, and I had never Meeks. never even met Meeks before. Shouts to Bobby. He's like. Props to Meeks. Dope ass back five. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. of my old roommates. Bobby did so much for me, man. Like. Dude pulled he's kind of the one at Nike that eyed you up. And he's the one. Yeah, he's if the one. If it wasn't for him, I would have never been on Nike. But he he called me. I don't know how he even got my number. But he's like, hey, Bobby. like I probably gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Working both sides. <laughs> Just whatever. If the kid's going to get some money, fuck. Fuck, I appreciate it. Thank you. Because I remember, right, it was like a substantial nice check move up. Well, right? yeah. Well, yeah. We, so he called me, and he's like, yeah, I'm working for Nike now, and we're going to start a snowboard program and you're you're kind of the fit we're looking for so just want to know moving forward if i can like count on you to to be involved and i was like i'll quit every one of my sponsors to be on yeah, nike, nike you know like i was already a fucking nike like sneakerhead you yep. know so that was like dream sponsor fucking yeah dream situation but uh that was the same time that you and section were working a deal with me i think you had like contracts written up and everything and mm-hmm. Uh, I had an an agent ninja at the time. Oh, that's right, ninja. And he was like, "Yeah, shouts to ninja." Shouts to ninja. Um, and he was like, "They're not gonna sign you if you just do boots. You got to do outerwear and boots." So I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, they wanted the kits. Yeah, you got to be like more than just one to thing, tell. you know. So I was like, "Fuck." Well, I'm uh kind of got this section deal like underway. Anyway, long story short, I had to like call you and Cole and be like, "Uh, this is what's up." I think I probably I gotta was take like this route. Mallow know? and Cole probably gave you some jabs, but Cole was pissed yeah. at first. Yeah, at but first. I get it. You know, like yeah. you just put a lot of fucking effort into figuring shit out. You know, but uh, at the end of the day, like you were cool with it. I remember this. I remember the conversation with Cole, and he was like, "Man, I'm so happy for you. Like that. This is the right move." For you, you know what I mean? I mean like, I'm huge. not mad. A once in a lifetime, life-changing yeah. opportunity. Yeah, it was funny. I remember when I first signed with Nike, there was, like, <laughs> 
all these rumors going around that I was making like that I signed a million million dollar contract. <laughs> I just rolled with it. I was like, yeah, dog, fucking. Should we talk? Can we talk cheddar yeah, biscuits? Can we talk cheddar that, biscuits? Like amounts? Like <laughs> what the monthly? <laughs> I mean, because it's just a different hey, you, era right now. You guys flew around first class, from what I understand, right? Didn't they yeah, buy first class tickets and all that? First, first couple of years riding with them, any. Flight was first class. Any every flight, yeah. You're up in lay there. back, like, lay flat seats to Europe. You're basically Boom. flying the plane. You're so far oh, in the yeah, front, so much out like a light half a zan so on a 13 hour flight. That's so many up. shoes too. Fuck. I remember I came home one day to 25 pairs of Air Force ones what? on my doorstep. <laughs> like Some rapper all, shit. All the like luxury ones, all yeah. like leather interior and shit. But you're my neighbor at that point. Yeah, but these we, deals we don't really crib. exist like they did back then. Yeah. So it's no, sick to it's talk a, about. That's what I hear. I don't. I'm kind of out of the game now, but uh, yeah, they were paying pretty good for sure, and bought a house when I was 19. Woo! What are we talking? Three grand a month, four grand. Oh, a he's month. he's going. He's pressing. <laughs> Damn, he's pressing. pressing. <laughs> That's for personal shit. You don't got to tell us, but it's just interesting because right now, man, kids are happy if they get 500 bucks. Is That's that like how a it big is deal. now. That's a, yeah, dude. From a I mean, I, mean, I don't want to. You don't got to say names and shit, but that's yeah. really how it is. Now. Yeah, that's kids I mean, are kids are starving. So sure. I made the right move. Yeah, yeah. kids are starving in I, these streets, dude. The Nike shit, from my perspective, was crazy because we were filming for video grass and stuff at that time, which I feel like we had some insane trips. We had some good times. Oh, the best! But I remember specifically they gave you guys business cards, and I remember oh, yeah. we and I it had his, it had his stance. It was like it was like Nike professional snowboarder, and then oh, we the would stance. And tell yeah, them what, the how it, when we would get kicked out, it was like... Oh, that came in handy. You it was would insane. show that card. It was funny, the card, it didn't say professional snowboarder. It just said professional. It <laughs> 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 was dope. It was dope. Well, yeah, you, we'd get you were doing more than just snowboarding for them, right? Yeah, actually, I designed a lot of their outerwear. Uh, I kind of designed some stuff with Cole when I was younger for Tech 9. Just kind of helped on the back end yeah. with ideas and shit. And then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I ended up designing a lot of... Uh, shit for them. That's so uh, sick. Mainly, you were mainly outerwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, it's like I'm pretty passionate about fashion and design. Mm-hmm. I don't have like the the know how on the computer, but like I got the vision for it. But so. Meeks yep. would sit you down and yeah, it was more of the designers. The actually. designers, yeah. Up. Like Meeks, once once you're on board there, you meet meet people and mm-hmm. you're in you're plugged in, so you know who to talk to. But uh, I just came prepared. It wasn't like it was given like an opportunity. Like we want you to do this. It was yeah. just like. Oh shit! I'm with Nike. Well, I got ideas, and so I'd make binders. I'd have like twenty pages of fucking fabric swatches and colorways and yeah. fucking drawings. You see them used come to fruition as well. Yeah, and so I'd like, I'd do them up. I would do them up, dude. I'd like laminate them and shit, and like present them, and they're like, holy shit! They were down. Okay, yeah. So like a lot of them, uh, actually, Jordan picked up one of my designs and like ran with it, and it was like Michael uh, Jordan, Michael or the yeah, Jordan brand. Well, I, I, yeah, I had to film this like. I had to film this video of myself speaking to the camera on like what who Michael Jordan means to me, what he means to me. Wow. Which growing up he was like a pretty big role model to me. Yeah, not sure. only was like a Jordan sneakerhead, but like idolized the dude when I was younger. So I just whatever had to say some shit like talking like I'm talking to Michael Jordan and they actually showed him <laughs> the video of Damn. me talking cuz the the angle was they're going to start a, a Jordan uh snowboard line. Wow. I, I was supposed to be the the face of that. I remember when Nike first came out, it was like, who was it? Like Lib Tech made these fucking like banana swoosh stickers uh, trying to like sabotage them and shit. Yeah. Like, you can hate on them being corporate and like a big ass company, but like I thought they were doing it right. Yeah. You know? 
wasn't like I get it, like keep snowboarding core, but like I don't know. Also, if you're paying for somebody to like make a living, living their dream through through snowboarding, there's downsides to it, but like it's pretty amazing. You, you know, you're able to buy a house. You're there's they were they supported a real ass snowboarder. Like there's something to be said for that. You know, you don't need to be so salty about it. Yeah, that's giving back yeah. to the snowboard community. Yeah. I mean, that's core, really it's mm-hmm. as good as it gets. Yeah. No, and I know a lot of the, like other brands who treat their riders like dog shit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, fuck that. Like, yeah, take the money. That's like one. Take good, the money, kids. Take the money. Take that money. That's a big. I think the best advice I ever got. I don't have a. I'm not going to lay out a specific quote, but. Mikey LeBlanc gave me my best advice growing up in snowboarding. He's the one that told me to buy a house. Yep. I was, like, making all this money, and we were really close. He lived, like, a few blocks up the road, and me and me, him and <coughs> me and J2 were, like, best fucking friends, J2 and I. So Deuce? I was there every day. What up, Twos? Oh, Just knocking this, shit off yeah, the counter. He's with us, my friend. Yeah. You bring up twos, shit Dude, falls shit off. He's, he's cruising, bro. That's a sign, boys. That's what's up. Shout to twos. Yeah, but my Mikey just kind of like put my head on straight. He's like, "You should buy a house. Don't buy a fucking car or some yeah, dumb shit." Yeah, don't buy and some like, stupid shit. Let's yeah. do this. So I did. Um, was able to do that when I was nineteen. I think it was super fortunate. Dude, nineteen. That's young. It was intimidating yeah. for sure. Your first. Uh, Sorry, oh. You're crazy meetings with uh not to change from the house but your meetings oh, fuck the house they were all corporate crazy intense but yet your first one you were <laughs> you're on mushrooms uh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> most people so, would be stressed out of their mind I, i've heard some stuff about this one <laughs> yeah i think it's made its rounds for sure but uh yeah it was like one of the first like they had just put the team together it was like the whole squad and uh um, first meeting together yeah, like the first time they flew everyone out, they got all the designs they wanted to present everybody. You know, they were gonna they were gonna have meetings with the big wigs, and they were gonna present us Nike snowboarding. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't even a thing yet. The boots weren't like made yet. It was all brand new, coming to fruition. Yeah, so <clears throat> they fly us to to Portland. We have like whatever a big dinner and shit, and then they give us all these like itineraries not really like an itinerary kind of guy. So <laughs> I was like, I just, I'll, f- I'll, m- I'll figure it out as we go. I should have looked at the itinerary, but I didn't. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought the, I thought the following day we were going to be driving a bus to Mount hood to do some like product testing on a boot that just got made. And, uh, I was injured. So I was like, fuck, well, I don't really have to, I'm not going to snowboard. I can, Pretty much do whatever I want tonight. So, uh, sorry, Hadar. But it was me and Hadar. <laughs> uh, love you. Put her on blast. Yeah. We went to meet up with Shelby. Shouts to Shelby. Shouts Props. to Shelby. He actually used to call me Big Shirt back in the Big day. Big Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we went out, chilled with him. And he's like, oh, I got some mushrooms. I was like, fuck yeah, I love mushrooms. And... Uh, <laughs> We ended up uh, taking a copious amount of mushrooms. Copious. Took a hike. We went to this really dope hike, actually. It was, like, in in Portland. I haven't been there since, but it's, like, a fucking rainforest in the middle of the the town. Like, I don't know where it came from. 
This is, or if it really or exists. Or if it even happened. <laughs> but, or if it was just my backyard. And, uh, not, I was hallucinating. Might have been the hotel courtyard. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we went on this dope hike, and we're out all night. Like, all night till the wee hours. And it was like 6 a.m. We're like, fuck, we got to go back to the hotel. It's time, you know? So we start walking, grab our shit at his house, and I was like, you got any more of those mushrooms? And he did. And it was like the the bottom of the bag, like the the dust. Boom dust. Yeah, it'll fuck you up. That's that potent <laughs> shit. <laughs> so me, I just like dumped all of them into my mouth, took them all. It was like 7 a.m. Just dosed again. And we walked back to the hotel thinking like, fuck, I'll just like grab my bag and just sit in the bus and like have a fun little drive. And I remember Barrett Christie. I love Barrett Christie. Yeah, She's Barrett's dope. the shit. But she was in the the lobby along with like everyone else had like notepads and fucking all their shit ready, laptops, ready to handle business, just straight corporate (laughs) meetings about to happen. Everyone's all nervous, and there's Ben. I waltz in, hadn't slept at all, and the mushrooms are like just hitting me again. I had like full blown shark eyes, like (laughs) full black, you know, all pupil, no dinner plate, and I'm like, I'm like all stressed out. I don't see anyone with gear or anything, so I was like. What the fuck's going on? At here? least you weren't in your gear. Yeah. Or I guess you were injured. Yeah, but bad look. But I walked up to Barrett and I was like, what's going on? Like, she's like, you tell me. <laughs> what, what the fuck's really Could going on? Could she tell what was up? Oh, yeah. She's like, what did you do? <laughs> what's up with your eyes? I was like, oh. Because <laughs> they were huge. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. They're big. Fucking. Yeah, you can get that vibe. Blown out. So I was like, Barrett, I t- just took. I, we did a bunch of mushrooms last night, and I just took more, like, 30 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. Well, get your shit, because we have meetings all day. <laughs> like, the big deal meetings. <laughs> so I'm like, well, there goes my whole life. Like, I'm going to get fired, and this is just awesome. So anyway, I grabbed all my shit. Luckily, I had, like, those designs I talked about. You were about. prepared. I was like, fuck it. Like, He's he was probably vibing on yeah. the designs. No, I was, dude. So they, <laughs> we get we get there and like, I could tell. I mean, everyone was looking at me sideways. You know, they knew. They like, who's well, this? Well, it's always in your head too. You think they know, even if they don't yeah, know. And like, Hadar, they probably know. Hadar got away with it. She wore fucking sunglasses and like, <laughs> pro slept. tip. That's pro a tip. pro tip. Yeah, I didn't have my glasses, so <laughs> I was fucked. But anyway, they had like brought in all these dudes from like ACG. Do yep, all, I to remember. do all the first designs for the outerwear, and it was trash. Ooh. It was all trash. And, like, the the Nike snowboarding crew, like, Bobby and all them, like, all the dudes, like, they knew it was trash, but they couldn't make the changes. Like, they had it had to come from someone like me yeah. or a rider to be like, no, This man. ain't it. But they just – and they didn't tell anyone that either. So it was just like, all right, we're going to sit hoping you down with these dudes, and you got to give them your feedback. Yeah. And, like, I had been doing that, like, designing shit and, like, helping people with shit. So it wasn't, like, awkward or uncomfortable for me. So we're in this, like, big boardroom and being presented all this shit. And I'm fucked up on mushrooms. (laughs) 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 I'm like, shit, well, I know it has to be done. And I just, like, laid it out. Like, just crushed it. I ran that meeting, dude. I showed, like, in a nice way. Yeah. was, like. None of this shit's cool, man. Like <laughs> you told them in the nicest looked, way possible. Yeah, let them know. It looked like ski outerwear. It was like all just too. Everyone's form, thinking it. Form you said fit it. shit. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And I laid my my binder out, and uh, 
yeah, none of that shit fl- like worked out for them. Damn. Know? None of their designs made it. And like, anyway, it was like a literally a full fucking day of meetings. Mm-hmm. Like, not good. And anyway, long story short, I did what needed to be done. And the next day, Bobby's like pissed. He's pissed. Because he's the one that vouched for me. Oh. Know? And then like, here I am on mushrooms in the fucking campus. Yeah. But uh, that was the next day that we actually went to Mount Hood, and he went up the lift with me, just me and him. He's like, we got to talk, man. And he's like, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up, man. <laughs> he's like, you Take know, it you, a knee. You know, you know you can't do that kind of shit, man. And I was like, I know. like, uh. But he's like, but I can't be mad at you because everyone's so hyped. Oh, man. Oh, you did exactly what everyone needed you to do, and you killed it. He's like, even Sandy, like the main dude, he's like, he loves you now because he wow. just fucking <laughs> went in there on mushrooms. But Incredible. yeah, so I, fu- I don't know, made the best of, that's, of that. Situation. Yeah, that's amazing. That, that worked out the way amazing, it did. Look, looking back on those Nike times, I remember there's just like a couple of key things that stick out to me, and and like like being with you, having that um, the the business card got us out of so many situations. Oh yeah, it was man. insane. Yeah, it was like anytime. You know, property managers and come up and shit. You hand them that card, and they're like, "Oh shit, these are guys like so not rep- some company rep- they haven't rep- heard of representing this Nike. Nike." You <laughs> yeah. know, he's a Nike athlete. Yeah, you know, go ahead, jump down yeah. this handle. Yeah, this is Jordan's sure. boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember also when you first got on Nike that the shit there was all these big production things happening, and you guys were really trying to like, you know, <clears throat> enter the snowboard scene with a bang. And I remember in the first VG movie that there was like a you guys were setting up. Uh, a, a road gap or roof gap over a fence or something like that, and you guys got a helicopter to oh, fly around yeah. the city and bubbles bubble boy. Well, that was a McCormick street, street thing. Yeah, street. They had a street with a helicopter. helicopter I remember shoot hearing about this with well, a filmer that gets motion sickness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. Even- Fucking Sean McCormick can't even sit in the back seat of a car without throwing up. And they threw him and in they the threw heli. his ass in a fucking heli. Oh like my. a little, like, little mini heli. Like shitty little yeah. mini helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, that was like their ad campaign. They wanted everything shot like bird's eye. Where, what city we were in this? Spokane. Pre-drone. Spokane. This is pre-drone. You had to get a straight-up helicopter. Heli drone. Yeah. Oh, it was so, like, oh, man. It was crazy. I remember uh, Cole Barish. Shouts to Cole. Insane fucking. What up, Cole? Fucking he just, like, called some random helicopter tour, like, from the Yellow Pages. Like, hey, can we rent a helicopter for a few hours? It was a little-ass helicopter. Yeah. I never heard about these little helis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Sean couldn't. Sean didn't even get the footage because he was, like, oh, he was so sick. up and shit. Earthquake footage. Blew the shot. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't there, so You're I don't know how it was for him. It was probably shitty because I think he had to, like, hang out of the fucking helicopter. Yeah, it's like, gnarly. Photos get, banger. Yeah, you get photos motion cool. sickness in those helis. The other shitty moving. thing was is that fucking took me, like, 80 tries. Oh, you couldn't <laughs> land. You couldn't land. You had the bird land. in the air. I couldn't land. Uh, the, it was like mashed potatoes. Yeah, the shit. landing the was like. The money is just stacking, and you're going try, yeah. try after try. Well, the landing was like a foot and a half deep of just the Nashies. craziest slush ever. And uh, we were landing in, like, a police uh, vehicle lot or something. Oh, and like, the cops were down, huh? No. Oh. <laughs> they weren't down. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it worked out. Yeah, Nike. 80 tries later, you got the, got the shot. No there. pressure. We just got a bird in the air with Sean McCormick violently <laughs> puking out of the side of it. 91 <laughs> tries on snow. <laughs> 
yeah, it worked out. We were on the co- top of a comic book store. I remember the dude was a dick. He's probably like, did you guys have permission for this, Hallie? Worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Holy Do you have permission shit. or this Hallie's just loose on the streets? Uh, like no. permission to get the Hallie around. Like now I you mean, can't I even fly like drones. Air in traffic control. Like I think. Yeah, they hit it up. Had to give yeah, it a pass. You got it. It was a. Uh, it was definitely That's unorganized. But it worked out. Okay, okay. This takes us into the next segment of our show. It's a fan favorite, mind you. Fan favorite. And, um, okay, here we go. Name that video part. These are uh, queued up by Justin Meyer of uh, the Video Grass Corporation. I got to give a shout to Meyer. Big dog. Biggest big, G. Big shout. Dude's the shit. Absolutely. A real one, that guy. Mm-hmm. He actually picked this one specifically for you. So um, oh, just to let you know, um, if you pick it, you get it correctly, you are awarded nothing. We have no prizes for but you. But you win. You're still a winner. You're a winner. As long as you guys think I'm a winner, that's cool. <laughs> okay, here we'll we go. see if you get it or not. Here we go, All guys. Right. Here we go. MFM. Wow. Oh. Fastest one ever named. The Gunslinger. Wow. That. That's got to be some kind of record. I didn't even know the song yet. Yeah, you got that front three fucking bash the tree. He's hitting him with those fat butters at, at uh, Park City. And that fucking crane shot. Like the what was the movie? Cab 10. Cab what 10. Was the movie? Burning Bridges. Off you don't toes. know that? I no, don't I just, know that. It's, I'm almost disappointed in I Bud. Mean, I know it was one of those movies, but it all flows after 80 years. Oh, yeah. Of cataloging video parts. Buds was actually born during the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Back when we'd play that game with the stick and the wheel I down even the street. I can almost name that band on that one because I remember. Yeah, I can name Buen, that Buena game. Vista, I can, Social yeah, Buena Club. Vista Social Club. Yeah, yeah you're not a rocket scientist. You really <laughs> name that band. If you really want to play name that part, though, it's actually Chad Muska that had that shit first. Ooh. Wow. That is. That's some facts. Yeah. Facts, son. Facts. So. Kevin Gates. Boys. Okay, um, now this one's for the viewer listeners. So don't uh, gunsling on this yeah, one. Yeah, don't, don't gunsling this one. You might know it. This one's for viewer listeners. If you know it, comment on the Instagram post related to Benny's and podcast. And you'll get a prize pack. And you know what we got for you? We got a prize pack. Okay. Damn, they get prizes? They get yeah. prizes. Oh, yeah. Is this? I mean, we yeah. might hit you with some merch. Yeah, we got some merch. We, we got, got some, some Bud Diesel for merch for you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Kings of Banter team, maybe? Yeah, we'll hit you with some. All right. Okay, we got some air fresheners. Okay, we're going to take it away. Is that 4XL or 1XL? Buds, we're going to take them away here. This is for the the viewers, listeners. Classic. That's for the real snowboard nerds out there. I don't got that one. You actually don't either. Yeah, he's uh, saying, I'm going to say it's a male, so that narrows down the field, <laughs> and uh, he's an absolute legend. <laughs> oh, it's But uh, let's not okay. give it away. Yep. But uh, hey, buds, Shit, sorry while, we're get, we're, while we're getting back into this, uh, can, you throw the, can you throw the glasses on? Oh, the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So we were just on a trip to, uh, where the hell was I? Fin- Finland. Poncho, the photographer, had me bring these back. Force Eastone. <laughs> Props to Poncha. <laughs> Dude, look at this. A Russian classic. One of the real look ones from Russia. <laughs> Apparently, these on the streets of Russia are the hot shit right now. What's homie's name from Star Trek, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, Laflame, Laflame played yeah. him or whatever. Uh, 
he was also in Revenge of the Nerds, right? Yep. I can't remember his Star Trek name, but he had you got this those, exact the gold kit. ones. Yeah. You might catch me out in the strats with these next season. Please. We yeah. could see you. He's been talking about dusting off the Switch McTwist. That used to be his move. I would I would pay good money to see you go Switch Mickey in those babies. A more attainable trick for me. I used to have that late back one where you kind of kick it out forward. Stuff. Oh, wow, yeah. And then pull her back. Yeah. How's the perip on those the babies? The perifs, you know, they're actually really sick side to side. <laughs> but I don't know that you could see your board. The like, vertical You're going to be blind. Any grab is going to be blind, but horizontal, insane. Good. Yeah. These, these are dope. Okay, thanks, classic. thanks, Poncho, for those. <laughs> All right. All right, Benny, let's keep it moving here, man. Um, so kind of like <clears throat> with VG and stuff, filmed a couple more banger parts, and then, like, what what happened? What, what, what was popping in your life? What was going on? Yeah, VG was kind of the last of the Mohicans for me. Uh, Meyer, thank, thankful for him, for sure. He uh, pushed me in ways that I needed at the time. Um, but, yeah, man, I just had some pretty foul shit going on in my life at the time, and um, I couldn't focus on snowboarding. You know? What was going on? Uh, well, I had some drug issues that kind of stemmed from a lot of things, I guess, and uh, kind of poor uh, poor management of, of stresses in life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I fucked my back up like years before this. Yep. Uh, I had to take a year off of snowboarding. I was actually on Nike at the time. Mm. And I had like traveled the U.S. to find a cure for this back shit that I was dealing with. And I had like almost 10 different doctors tell me I would never snowboard again. Oh, damn. That I was just past the point of return and offered me nothing. It was just like, here's painkillers and... Good luck. You got to take these every day now for the rest of your life. So, damn. And I was literally in like agonizing pain. I couldn't bend over to put my socks on in the morning. Like it was bad news. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to take painkillers and that turned into abusing painkillers. Did they get to the point where they took them away and you're looking for them on your own? They didn't take them away, but I was already like selling drugs and shit so like i knew where to get them so i would just get them on the street um and i luckily had the sense in me to realize when it was a problem you know what i mean like i actually needed some pain relief because i couldn't fucking move you know what i mean but uh i luckily stopped myself and was like holy shit like what did i get myself into it's a slippery slope If, if you've done it i know maybe some of you people out there listening are in it it sucks. Yeah, and some people very, dabble, but some people yeah, no, it's a very up. very slippery slope, and you got to catch it before it you know takes a hold of you. But um, your pleasure was mostly pain pills, and yeah, that's it, pain pills. That was it. Um, yeah. So, and I didn't. I knew that like I'd save money if I started doing heroin or like yeah, that's the that's the shitty part, yeah, right? And, but and being uh, being your neighbor around this time, I could I could see you were fucked up a couple times. Oh right yeah, no. all around like yeah, no, there there was some bad days for sure, and uh, well, luckily I um had the sense in me to like realize it was a problem. Yeah, and uh, how long I did stopped. you stay on them? Uh, greater part of a year, probably. A year. Yeah. yeah, and I, c- I couldn't do what I love to do. I couldn't snowboard. I couldn't do anything. And yeah, if you've ever been in that, you're just situation out basically. Well, yeah. I don't, uh, if you've been through back 
like a legitimate back injury. It's gnarly, yeah, it's fucked. It, it like at first it's just the pain, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, this pain sucks. But then it starts taking a hold of your mental state. Yeah, because you can't do anything, and yeah. every movement you make is dictated by this injury. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't do anything. <coughs> so it was paralyzing. Like, yeah, and the pills are taking that away to some degree, and yeah, making so you forget. It's just I'm a sure. whole mixture of things, and uh, I let it get the best of me at that point. But yeah. anyway, I I stopped, and uh, it was rough. Were you spending a lot of money? Rough on uh, the pills. Probably. So I know they're expensive. Yeah, probably more than. More than you'd like. More than I'd like. More than you'd care sure. to tally up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. But Imagine uh, if there was an app that tallied your drugs. There, there is. No there thanks. is. Yeah, when you're sober, I have because I'm sober, I have this app, and uh, I can't remember the name of it, saved. but you'd say what what you spent a week on be, booze yeah, but if and you're drugs, honest with yourself. And it's actually like, in the numbers are insane. If you're like, yeah, I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and talking to Lizard about that, he's like, ah, I, that. I could probably have a house for what I spent on that. Yeah, fuck all that. But uh, no, I woke up one day and was like, this is a fucking problem. Like, this has got to stop. I remember you coming to my house. Yeah. And, and was, breaking oh, down, being God, honest. Just yeah. like, hey, I got to tell you something, man. Yeah, and I wanted to make shit right. And I that was know I looked, hard. I know I looked real bad in front of a lot of people. You know, yeah, I heard some and stories of you falling asleep at dinner and uh, yeah, people no, talking. And we bad. didn't know what to do. Yeah, um, No, so it took like a month or more of just like, withdrawals you got gnarly sick i don't know if you've ever been through that shit you didn't go suboxone or any helper you just did this i had to uh i did it cold turkey for like a week and it's just agonizing it was like everything you've seen in the movies man like literally like shaking and fucking sweating baby crawling on the ceiling like train spotting yeah it was like i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy can't eat Um, can't sleep nah nope um so you went cold turk for i went cold turkey but here's the thing i had to i had a nike trip and it was to uh, Switzerland, I think. Oh, damn. And I was like, I can't not go do this in my condition. Like, yeah. I can't do it. I can't sit on a fucking, like, can't basically fake it. Like, I can't, yeah. like, fool them. You know what I mean? So I called, like, a hundred different doctors. And I was like, look, I'm doing this not because my family's forcing me to get clean. Like, I realize I have a fucking problem. And I'm done. I just need some suboxone so I can fucking function and go on this. I work for fucking Nike and I need, I need this. Anyway, I found one doctor who was willing to give me like a small script and he's like, I could lose my license if I do this. Really? Cause you're supposed to go to rehab and I'm not fucking going to rehab. Yeah. Cause I, I, I and looked you didn't at have it, time, right? I, no, I mean it would have just fucked my whole life up. Yeah. Plus I, I looked at it like I got myself into this position and I'm going to get myself out of this position. I'm not going to use rehab and like, that's just stupid. Like, the human is the human mind is strong enough to get. And through it's right it, for anything. some people. You know let's I mean? say though, it's definitely yeah. Some people need some it. People and need there's it. nothing wrong with that. But for me, that wasn't there wasn't the way for me. So, yeah. anyway, I got a little small script of Suboxone and uh, managed to go on the trip, and basically had to snowboard on that trip, and I hadn't I had been off because of the injury, and I couldn't even snowboard. It was the worst thing ever bobby even like later on was like dude i almost had to fire you because like i could not snowboard i tried and like i forgot how to do everything it was like because of your back or because of just i don't know the time the off state. and the mental the mental yeah. that shit fucks with your brain dude. yeah so i was like even i was just like oh my god like this is it 
<laughs> like, yeah. I'm done. You what know? am I going to do? Anyway, I got clean, came home from that trip, and everything was cool, and I ended up seeing Den, this fucking, the man, Den. Most of you people know Den, but this is after, like, years of going to every different witch doctor you can imagine. Well, trying he's to find the one who finally fixed you. He's the one. I didn't even have to show him my MRIs or x-rays or anything, and he was, like, laid it all out. He's like, you got a herniated disc, two bulge discs, you got your pelvis, your tailbone, like, laid it all out without even, like, looking at and shit. feeling around. Just so those of you who don't know, Dan is a massage therapist in Salt Lake that works on snowboards. It's like a, a freaking magician. Yeah, straight up. I've and he seen was like riders doing cartwheels, hurting themselves, and yell out, call Dan, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. they know it's the only way it's going to get them yeah, back on there. But uh, <laughs> he got me good. He got me back in action within, like, couple months mm-hmm. and then i got back at it got my mental state better and i filmed uh like two more parts with videographs oh you did really you got sick. two more parts oh yeah bang yeah. yeah and then there was another uh kind of my exit out of the whole snowboard scene was another kind of uh poor choice poor poor um what's the word just poor Judgment, decisions bad decision. poor judgments but yeah i had like been trying to work on my last video part, and Meyer, the fucking man, he was just pushing me, like, in the best of ways. Yeah. Like, trying to get me out, and I just couldn't do it, man. I couldn't wrap my ha- my head around it, because I just was dealing with so much fucked up shit. Like, uh, my house that I had bought, um, I was part of, like, this big fraud. Um, it was a big deal. Like, they made movies about it. The Big Short, I think it's called. Yeah. Where basically mortgage companies were selling loans to other lenders and not telling the people. So, in other words, I paid my mortgage payment and never was late, ever, once. I sold my loan and I continued to pay them because I thought they were my my lender. And they weren't. That so is what the big short was about. Yep. Huh? Yeah, so they fucked me. They stole my house from me. Um, I assumed it was drugs. No. I, and I never, never called you on it. Never late on a payment crazy so i'm like trying to hold it together i was completely like sober you know um and they basically i during that last year trying to film a video part uh the mortgage company was coming after me they're like you we're gonna foreclose on you and i had all the proof in the world i had every pay stub and and they didn't try to work a new mortgage out with you one of those things were the forbearance or no no, no, they're straight up crooks, dude. Like they did this, they did it to thousands of people, and uh, basically, I'm trying to fight. I'm spending all my money on attorneys representing me. It was basically like they can do whatever they want because they're Bank of America. So they're like, unless you got seventy racks to put on this fucking case, then you're gonna lose. So I'm trying to deal with all that, trying to film a video part. Uh, I just split up with my girlfriend of six and a half years. Um, and my mom was basically like on her deathbed. She was abusing some things and, um, and then one of my best friends died and then my dog died. Damn. And it was just like Cassius? all within six months of it, of, of, a span. Just a uh, brutal time. Yeah, it was just too much, man. Yeah. So I you can't like, focus on did snowboarding. This, and did this make you dip back snowboarding. to the drugs? or? Yeah, so I actually uh, fucking started taking um, Xanax. Ah. Uh, just to like cope. So a new drug. Benzos. Just to yeah. Co- yeah, just to like cope with some sort of like stress reliever. And it all started pretty like, you know, 
not and starts chill. Yeah, yeah. It was just like I just can't fucking deal with this stress. Yeah, like, there's too much. Yeah, that's a lot to happen all in a span. Yeah, so for recovering. I couldn't. F- I couldn't even focus on snowboarding. And then on top of that, Nike was done. They were yeah, like, they we're, pulled the we're plug. Pulling out, lost yeah. so, a fat amount of income. Yeah, so that was gone. Uh, Nitro pulled a plug on me, and uh, I was just like, dude, what? My life is done. Yeah, like, what am I doing? And then I get a knock on my door one morning, and it's a cop and a and a real estate dude, and they they were like, "You have ten days to vacate this this property." Did you get any advance notice that they were coming? No, I just knocked on my door. You have ten days to get the fuck out of here. Anything you leave here is ours. Wow, There's nothing you can do. And I had already spent most of my money on on. They basically already sold the house at auction. Yeah, the other yeah, it's like. For me to explain it all right yeah. now would just take so take much time. But, and Dude. Basically, they fucked me. I was never late on a payment. Mm-hmm. Never late once. And they Fuck. fucking stole my house. So I... I'm, I had lived in this house for 10 years. I was like... Dope house, a, dude. Yeah, your house is so sick. I had a music studio, studio in the back. Table. Yeah, the music yeah, studio was sick. I was established. So then I'm like, fuck. What do I my do? My career's over. I lost my lady. Yeah. Like... I didn't know what to do. It so rock bottom, maybe yeah, at that point. It was straight up rock bottom. So yeah. I lost I took whatever I could out of the house and put um most of it into a storage unit. Which I don't know if if you've lived in a house for ten years, imagine packing it all up in ten days. Yeah, that's insane. And uh I <clears throat> on top of that they fucked up my my credit, so I couldn't get approved to live anywhere. Oh damn. So I had put everything in a storage unit. And um, had nothing. Like my career was over. Um, snowboarding just wasn't a thing for me anymore. Fuck. I kind of like had looked stupid in front of a lot of people. You know, like I think a lot of people saw me in a bad way. And I did you think anyone turned their backs on you because you yeah. told them you were doing drugs or whatever? I didn't really tell anybody, but it was like pretty obvious. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that was like. That was another hard part because I think I felt like a lot of people turned their back on me. That like, sucks. Um, good friends. Yeah, good f- people who I considered like brothers to me. Just yeah. like when it got hard and I seemed weird, they fucking boned out. You that know? sucks. So I was in bad shape, dude. I was li- living in my truck with my dog Cassius. Um, I was all fucked up. I pretty much wanted to die. Like, Damn. I didn't want to live anymore. And I think yeah. subconsciously I was like just taking – as much shit as I could, just hoping that I could just exit. That you know a I mean? clean exit. Yeah, yeah, I was like living in my storage unit, sleeping there, sleeping Damn. like in my car, just like you know, you go from like in the limelight, and then you're just in the fucking gutter. Yeah, it's a weird like in a matter of months, huh? Yeah, in like a matter of six months. Damn. So it's like heavy to heavy. go from those two extremes. It's like a a lot you know what i mean but it's like it's weird to like realize through all that i realized that like you figure out what's really important you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like as a pro snowboarder i think you like you can be humble about it but you know people are fucking stroking your ego all the time yeah and you're they're fucking throwing you money and this and that when that's gone you got to figure out what what's what yeah you know what i mean because you realize like that ain't shit Really, and you got a like whole a lot of life it. net left. Yeah, and a lot like, of shit going on. Exactly. So, 
I was just like, fuck, I don't have a career. I'm not making money. I don't have a fucking place to live. So I packed up. Oh, um, and then my dog Cassius died. That's got to be the heavy losing the yeah. dog too on top. Oh, yeah, that, that's he's heavy. the one that's there for you, sleeping in the car. With yeah, you. no, he was the fucking. He was such a G road dog. He lived at my house for a bit, man. He was <laughs> he was the dog. dog. He uh, yeah, I got him when I was eighteen. So it was like we talked about this. Like dogs, I think are are in people's lives for a reason, and like they leave when it's like. They have some weird agreement with, like, the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he passed on, and that was when I was, like, I got to go. Like, I. That was a sign. I'm, yeah. Was I was like, like right, I'm, I'm out. Cash is, this is yeah. I had, like, felt like I lost all respect from everybody, you know? It's like, and I don't blame them. Like, I looked crazy. Like, I was fucked up. I was super fucked up. But I was also, like crying for help you know yeah what i mean i was I like in a bad spot i think your friends didn't know what to say at that time sometimes because yeah. because it was just you just don't know where you know nowadays i think i'd be more well trained but it was yeah it, it was hard because it just yeah and i can't get mad at anybody yeah. like it's a weird thing to approach you know yeah. what i mean and i've done it for a lot of friends like when you gotta like really get yeah real with them you know so yeah. i'm not like harboring any like resentment negative, yeah, yeah. I, I, whatever it is what it is, it is what it is i was not looking good. <laughs> yeah. I was not looking yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just tell. like, I was fucked up. Yeah. And I had a lot of fucking crazy shit going on. So, anyway. yeah, dude, that's an insane circumstance. That high to low is just like unreal to hit that rock bottom after being a Nike top tier athlete in this exclusive top tier snowboarding. And then you're down. Next thing you know, you're sleeping in your car and your house gets taken like six months later. That's insane. That's just crazy. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was like out of options and I had a little bit money left and I uh, packed my car full of shit, full of everything I needed and I moved to California. I knew like one contact out there who was in the weed the weed game growing. And, uh yeah, just gr- everything selling, yeah. growing, just the just legal weed game? No. Uh. Just <laughs> No. Well, yeah, some legal but yeah, mostly yeah. illegal. Yeah. I was like I need to Get the fuck Were out you of still here. on the like, Zanny at uh, this point? I was kind of like, I a little bit, yeah, but enough to like. Like, how'd you get off? I heard coming up. off of that, it is even gnarlier yeah. than pills. It's fucked up. Yeah, you can die. Yeah, you can, you can die. actually die. Yeah, for sure. I just, I don't know. You I, uh, weaned it off and I just tried did. to get control. Yeah, yeah he did I, it. Uh, he didn't die. Yeah. yeah. Well, I moved to California. Props. Start just got into the weed game like. Jumped in head first. Where are we talking? Riverside? Where were we at? Uh, I was in like in between. I was going back and forth from like Orange County to L.A. Oh, okay. And I invested in like a big grow facility that I was part partnered in, you know. So damn, was growing weed and selling weed, everything weed related. Yeah. Like I moved to a place where nobody knew me. Like I could have faked a fucking. English accent and then like fucking <laughs> yeah, crazy dude. Hi, Mike. Benedict <laughs> sure, fucking yeah. Benny, whatever. That would have been amazing. So it felt good. It was weird because like, no one had that assumption. Oh, this guy's on drugs. They didn't know about the cab too. They knew yeah, nothing. They dude. didn't know about the cab too. Which That's is also harsh. was also crazy too to go from like a place where everyone fucking knows you and what you're about to going somewhere where nobody fucking knows you. You don't have any s- juice. Mm-hmm nothing yeah just and some new guy you know it's crazy too is this, it, people get so wrapped up in their identity as like a snowboarder like that's that's their story i'm a snowboarder i'm a sn- they tell themselves that over and over 
And when it's taken away, what are you? Right? You're it's all like, of a sudden no, just Justin Benny. Yeah. I had to shed that. And yep. that's like, it taught me so much. And I don't look at that time of like losing my house and all this and that. Like, I don't look at it as when I lost everything. Yeah, it it's is like when it I is. really gained everything. Yeah. Cause, Damn. Because I know who the fuck I am now. You yeah. Know what I mean, 100%. Yeah, and you I, had to readjust and get to know yourself. Huh? I yeah, guess you weren't really pro snowboarder, Benny. And yeah. I was lonely. You know, I was in yeah. California alone. Yeah. I didn't know fucking anybody. How'd so you meet like these guys you got involved with? Depressed. Uh, I don't even remember. Just met Chris, him out there. Well, Chris Prosser. You guys know him? Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Prosser Shouts, sauce. Sauce. Shouts to yeah. Prosser. Sauce. He was working with this cat, Nom. And, no, uh, I've met Nom. Yeah. I know Nom. <laughs> yep. A lot yeah. of stories big, there. Big I bear guess. dude, right? Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we started. Nom's got some stories. Around, but, uh, um, yeah, so I moved out there and just got into the weed shit, like heavy. Yeah. And that was like my new life. You but know? you're still depressed, missing the oh, whole yeah, life. Oh, yeah, it was just like, it takes a minute to like Adjust. chew that. You know what I mean? It's like, uncomfortable. I, that was all I knew, yeah. snowboarding. You Started when I was sixteen, you know. Yeah, that was it. Life after pro, man, is a serious thing. And it was abrupt. You guys got to deal with. Yeah, and it was abrupt. Like you think about it as you're a pro snowboarder, you're like, this is not gonna last forever. So you got to think of like something. Yeah. I just didn't expect it to fucking bitch slap me like that yeah. quick <laughs> in a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I just did what I had to do, and still I'm just doing what I have to do. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like just living. Yeah. I'm. I fucking work at a restaurant. I hustle. Yeah. I, I don't want to get myself arrested on here, but I do just do what I have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. Where'd you find this? And sometimes it sucks, but like, I know it's important. It probably gave yeah. you a new appreciation for life, right? Having yeah. that, having that, like, sometimes like you got to go through some shit to get you where you're going and, and maybe not like being comfortable and having it all isn't always the best part. Maybe. Maybe getting broken down to nothing and having to restart totally makes you reevaluate your whole life. And yeah, that, oh, that struggle, that rise. Yeah, that struggle and that, is, that, that. Yeah, well, even just losing my house. Like, I had all this shit. Yeah. And I had to just, like, shed, shed it. Yeah. Yep. And then you really quickly realize, like, I don't really need. You don't even need that shit. It's all stuff. You're, you yeah. hold on to it. When it's gone, you don't even care. Yeah, you yeah. don't even realize it's gone. It ain't shit. But. How long uh, were you in Cali? Uh, I lived there for, like, five years. Five years. Yeah, and then uh, through Nam, we ended up kind of having business differences. Yeah. You can say it. Just leave it there. Yeah. But I met a uh, really, really good dude, uh, Scotty Leone and his, his girl, uh, Shay. They're like my closest friends out there, and they helped fucking make me who I am today. Nice. Really cool Just people. helped you get out of your depression, I guess? Yeah, they were just good people. You know yeah. what I mean? And you and needed took, that. took me in and like... They knew, they yeah. knew what I was up. When I you're a G, you're shit. always gonna attract good people, no matter what's going on. Yeah, they were good people, you know. And we, uh, I shit, I'm just gonna say it. LSD helped me a lot. Really? Yeah. Use some micro dosing type of shit. Full dose. Full dose. dose. Okay. <laughs> a lot of micro dosing though, but yeah, man, like shit, it, it definitely. Yeah. Did a lot for Dude, me. Dude, you crawl inside your inner mind yeah, and walk out a different face person. Face your demons and all that. Yeah. yeah, no, I think I did what, like, most people would go to rehab and therapy and all yeah. that shit. Like, I I did my own way of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, just did a bunch of acid. and Found yourself. Found myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, the thing that's cool is when you when you talk about, like, I'm the type of person people can say they're doing the great or... And and it's cool because we can see that you're doing yeah, great. We see you it's doing not, good. So it's one thing to be like, I went to rehab and I'm doing great. You're like... 
bro, you're not doing great. We can see you. But, yeah, like, yeah. you did your thing, and all your friends can see. We saw where you're at, and we see where you're at now, and you're, like, whole vibe, and it's just, it's so sick. So whatever it took to get you there is, it worked. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's that's so nice sick. to hear. Because, yeah. like, going through that, there's even today, even, I'll see people that kind of give me that sideways look, like they're just not quite sure. They're like, is this guy, what's up with him? Is yeah, he? and I think that's always going to be that way yeah. with certain people. Yeah. But I realize, like, fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him, <laughs> man. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> fuck him. I don't give a, I don't need that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, so California was good. I basically just kind of had to, like, reinvent myself and well, find what myself. What brought you back to us? What brought you back here? I think, uh, well... I partnered up with Scotty and Shay, and we they created Life Flower, which is like a well, C- this, CBD this, uh, company that's behind you me. Behind yep. you? Yeah, Dope. which is like just the best. Like I don't need painkillers and weird shit anymore because CBD. Like sick. There's a lot of trash out there, but like that shit just like helps with all my fucking pain. That's what Life Flower is. It's a CBD straight yeah, up. Yeah, just CBD shit, man. And it's just good people. But, that's uh, awesome. I just kind of I think it, that chapter of my life just expired. You know, yeah, it was like Time heavy in the week. I was basically living in a trap house. I was like, oh, I don't want to say too much. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing all kinds of shit, and maybe time to get out of there. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was just like the the legal weed game changed when the laws changed, mm-hmm. and it was like I was making legal money for a while, and then it went legal, and then there's too much red tape. Yeah, so I was just like hustling. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trapping, and uh, it was awesome, but. I just uh, think I just really miss the mountains and my people. And yeah, this place is special here. It yeah, this is, place is dope. Like obviously, like I have family in California now. You do uh, life flower. Family. Oh, with your your family, those you people. With. Yeah, they'll always be family. But like these are my roots. Yeah, have, like an attachment and s- the mountains. My whole family's here. So it was like I needed to take that time to like redo Justin. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I felt like it was time to just like reintroduce the myself again, you know. That's sick. come correct. Like there had been a couple, just too many bad looks. I'd go around, people just saw me all fucked up, and like come I'm, back I just and show people. Yeah, I just hey. wanted to disappear. Yeah, for five years, and then just come back. Like, oh shit, he's back. He's back. This is the one we remember. It's good. You know? Yeah, you seem yeah, like you're it. in a positive place, and, and that's dope. Yeah, man, life it, is good. It's super, sure. it's super, it's super, it's super important that you, you told, to, told that journey because there, there's people in there that are like, if you, at the end of the day, like you're probably hopeless, right? You were at a point oh, where yeah. you were just hopeless and I wanted to die. Yeah. Wanted to die. And that, Straight that, up. that hopelessness comes in all different forms, whether it's depression, drug use, anxiety, whatever, however, however you get there, there's a similar feeling there. And so there's somebody, there's people that are going through that right now. Yeah. And so you're just a walking version of hey look i was there you can get through it too so it's, it's cool that you were able to just s- to, to tell people that and we really appreciate yeah, it. like come out yeah, the other com- side coming out the other side and, and being able to come here and tell us that's yeah, incredible like fuck i feel for anybody going through it and, like, yeah can always reach out to me you know yeah like, sick i'm there for people and it sucks, dude. Life's fucking sucks life fucking sucks sometimes, dude. Yes, tough, like, man. But life the journey is, awesome. is what makes us, Yeah, right? the, it takes the bad to appreciate the good, you know? Yeah. And I think also, like, probably losing all those material be- all material items, you probably appreciate your relationships with people and certain yeah. who's important in your That's life, That's the right? shit that matters. That's what matters, know? yeah. You can have all this fucking bells and whistles, but yeah. it, it doesn't shit. At the end of the day, that's <laughs> not what makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, no. 
know, 100%. But yeah, life is good, man. I'm back and feel like myself. And I have I've been like sober for a long time now, you know. Yeah. Like Yeah. It, a lot of people like get their chips and like go through programs and stuff and I didn't go that route, but I just went my own route and I'm just that's just another that's just a chapter and I'm not ashamed to talk about it like that's good part that of means my story you're, that means you know? you're through you're, it you're, and you're yeah. inspiring people too it's the same way there's power in that because there's a lot of people that say oh I'm in it I'm a snowboarder he's a snowboarder too he went through it and yeah. you know like I think I do I do a program myself I'm sober you know I've been sober yeah. for three years and it's important for people to know that so they can say oh shit well there isn't I I can choose to live a different life than how I'm living right now because that's a lot of people are living a life and they're not happy and oh, there yeah. is options you know yeah. So. Sure. It's cool, and it's really cool. It's really powerful for people to hear, and and then seeing you, dude, this year up at the Bone Zones. Yeah, that's a lot of talk about. Yeah, that, the, it's cool. The snowboard, the snowboard <laughs> industry still has so much love for you, dude. It's like they come back. The, people don't forget the cab too. They don't forget yeah. that oh, shit. shit I don't know if this is true, it. but Deadlung was telling me he was kind of bringing you up to the Bone Zone. You were a little nervous, just like, dude, all these people up there. What am I gonna do? And he's just like, dude, just. Do some Benny shit. People are going to be hyped. Yeah, we had that conversation. And you get out there, sure. you crack a nollie or something, do one of your, do a back lip, I don't yeah. know, and people are just like, eh, well, people are going nuts. Yeah, no, that's cool. I feel, feel that love. love from the community. I definitely feel the love and appreciate the and love. And then I heard mad people talking that you were up there, like, just, you know, yeah, via the grapevine. It was cool. I think maybe Deadline put a vid there. up or something. and Yeah, we were, we had some plans. I was like, Trying to make some comeback part. It didn't happen this year, but I hey, think there's other there's years. Time. I think you put anything out, people are gonna be happy to see. Yeah, it. yeah, we got to do something. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, you don't have to go crazy. You, you just should come up to my cab. Shit. Come to the cabin. Oh, that's that. a good Freedom spot for you. Here. Yeah, I've been dying to go. We gotta get you up there, dude. What uh, is up? Buds is so late. He, you know, he's he's <laughs> if he says he's gonna be there, he's because you know what? If he says he's gonna be there at two, he's gonna be there at like five thirty p.m. when it's dark. I've been to this shows studio up. on time every day. He actually, he has been he's been on time. <laughs> you know about the turkey trot scenario, right? Oh, Jesus, Have you heard about dude. the turkey trot? No. It's a real thing. So man. one year, Bodie was out shooting with Buds, and uh, he said that uh, hey, meet at the spot at this time. Buds didn't show up, and he said, guys, there's a, there's a turkey trot. A marathon. Uh, apparently, there's house. a marathon in front of his house. He couldn't leave, <laughs> and there we, was police we, stopping cars, yeah. and everyone just thought I was making. This yeah, we up. thought the turkey <laughs> trot was a made-up thing. The next year, he sends us a video of like a hundred people jogging in front of his house, and they call it the turkey trot scenario. Now. <laughs> Anytime he's late, oh, well, what do we got? A turkey trot <laughs> scenario yeah, going is on this here? Another turkey trot. <laughs> so every year, actually, I go out and film it <laughs> and send proof. it to everyone who was there that day, and be like, "We got a turkey trot scenario." Yeah, you should jump in the turkey trot. I sh- probably should. Yeah, it goes right past my house. I even we, think it goes past T-Birds now, maybe. I don't damn, know. Damn, that sounds like <laughs> a long one. Um, so I, what I was wondering, like, during that time of when you were, like, you were in not not necessarily doing well, you're, like, out of snowboarding, how did you feel towards snowboarding? Were you just like, fuck this shit? Yeah, I don't know. I think I was pretty angry. Like, I, I kind of, like, didn't quite know. I kind of felt, like, betrayed yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. I felt like uh it's your family, that's your culture in a way. Yeah, it kind of like was my life. Yeah. And it just seemed like I understand I did some dumb shit. Like I didn't look good. I didn't portray myself in a way that was even trustworthy to You're like someone you can just throw money at. Yeah. yeah. But it just seemed like they were so quick to be like, You're fucking done. You know? Without even being like being a coming to me man to man and being like, What's the deal? Like Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. It was just like, 
we can't associate with you yeah, kind of feeling. And you're I was all of a sudden like, a risk. You're a risk. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, you're a liability. snowboarding. Yeah. And that I think that's, that's, it just made me like bummed on it. Probably because of the level you were at and what was going on. And yeah. you're always a real clear-minded person, I guess. People just didn't know how to react. And I, I get it. But snowboarding is also just like a quick, it's a fast-moving, yeah. progressing thing. Mm-hmm. And if, it's, if you're not, you're only as good as your last, like, that's video part or whatever. Yeah, guys, yeah. Quick memories. Yeah, I've always said this about snowboarding. Most people in it have an attitude that's, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. No longevity, like yep. in skating, where it's like you're a fucking OG. You're you're here. Oh, you're on drugs. Well, we're gonna help you through this. We're gonna help you, know? you through this. Snowboarding kind of seems like turn and burn. Uh, yeah, you're not that the sucks. clean look. Like we gotta get rid of you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Straight so up. I just boned the fuck out. I went to California and was like, this is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now 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 that you're like you're back, you're up there, you're riding, you probably have a totally different perspective, right? Where it's Yeah, like, it's cool. It's like I'm snowboarding for the passion of it. Yeah. There's no like obligation. Yep. There's no like fuck I, I need to be filming. Yep. That's gotta feel shots. pretty good, huh? Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. Like people still ask me, like, do you even snowboard anymore? Because I don't really like I'll go and I don't like film. You don't advertise it. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't really have no. the personality to want to, like, jerk myself off on Instagram. Not looking for those everybody. affirmations on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I that know who the fuck I am. I don't need to, like, ag- get praise from people. Validate yeah, me. I mean, validate me. Validate me. Yeah. No. You just go shred. So yeah. it's cool, man, and I fucking love snowboarding. It's like, I think snowboarding, I love meditating, for one. Snowboarding is definitely a form of meditation. It's like, hell yeah. Any activity where you're just in the moment and you're only focusing on that moment mm. is like really beneficial and that's snowboarding that's yoga that's mm. like there's not a lot of things in this world that do that so yeah now when i go it brings me back to like when i was escaping uh some shitty shit at home mm-hmm. now i'm like oh i don't have to worry about taxes and shit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> up, yeah. you can just escape Amazing. snowboard and be completely yeah, in the yeah. moment i mean that's what's so beautiful about snowboarding yeah. and skating it's just it's always there for you when you need it you shit, know? yeah and you're in nature like yeah. what other thing can you do where you're like fucking flying through trees like star wars and yeah shit? Like, being outside. <laughs> so sick, dude. and you can be any age making turns yeah. just loving so this that's i would amazing. love to find a way to continue like just keep shredding being a snowboarder yeah. Snowboard community it, loves you, dude. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta know. Back, you yeah. gotta know that you though. Have like, a just place. even yeah, though there's no. probably had some weird times, like your name comes up. Like, I just kind of told a couple people, like, "Hey, we're we're gonna have a chat with Benny for for uh, the bomb hole." And like, it, everybody's like, "Dude, I can't wait so to hear hyped. that." Like, yeah, so hyped. Like, they don't give a sh- and like, even like, it's funny because I'm like, "Let's we're gonna talk to Benny." Like, Sage was like, "Hey, let's do one." I'm like, "Sage, you can you can just fucking." <laughs> we'll, we'll get to you. We got some shit to talk about. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk to fuck well, a Wheaties box, yeah, fuck a Wheaties box, fuck a gold medal. Seeing you, it. I really appreciate it, man. Uh, to get into another topic, you know, we lost our good friend J two last summer. Yeah. Um, for all the viewers, he had cancer. Very close to both Justin and I and Chris. Seeing you last summer with Tuz's family was incredible. That's when I knew Benny's back. You were so there for his family. You were like that dude running back and forth for his mom, for his sister, for you doing everything you can for them. And that was, without you, I think their experience here would have been a lot different and a lot harder. And that was uh, really cool to see. You know, it was like Benny's back. Well, I appreciate it, man. Justin's here. Twos was like that friend to everybody. Yeah. 
So you and him like, are really, really close. Yeah. Like I was. Yeah, like you and you and him and me and him are fucking blood. Yeah, like that's, blood. There's straight up blood. You no know? human and like him on this earth. No. Or will be again, I People imagine. People say that to every everyone they lose, but like twos is actually. Yeah, I wish everyone could man, know him like, like we did, you know? Yeah. You know, and like I was there for twos because he was there for me, you know? Yeah. Like when I was fucked up. He treated me the exact same. Yes, the whole time. That's huge about twos. He doesn't ever let anything no. hang hang over your head. And he, he takes a, you at face value, right? Yeah, and you know he had his struggles. Yeah, and I never treated him different either. And yeah, I'd me go, neither. I'd go hang out with him and his fucking tweaker homies. Yeah, and like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, but twos was, but it was always the same. Yeah, he cat, was the same dude. funny. He never changed. He, <laughs> I don't know anyone else who could get in that situation and. You could still trust him with like yeah. a bunch of valuables. Yeah, because he's like you would J, never J2 fucking. J two is your boy. Yeah, yeah. And he's a, such a great human. Yeah, man, that was a that was a hard loss. Man. Yeah, that yeah. I don't know about you, man, but I was there with you in those kind of last moments. You were even there a little bit more than me. Yeah. Um, man, did we see proof of maybe an afterlife in that hospital? Because you've told me about this. This sounds like some, if you're not a spiritual person, this sounds kind of nice. I was, I was someone that never really went in the church and I walked out of that hospital just being like, dude, is, I think there's something after like I saw J2 sit there and say he was phasing in and out of a reality to seeing me and saying, what's up? Thanks for coming. And then the next moment he's like, you're the guy that made the mountains. He was kind yeah. of nodding out, right? Yeah, like he basically. Yeah, he was he, like looking through you all of a sudden. I know maybe you have even more. You just, you kept a little journal. Yeah, I wrote some things down. Uh, he definitely had a, f- a foot on the other side. You know, like you can believe whatever you want, but we but saw it. I saw some shit, you know, and he said some shit that was heavy. Like, uh, I was with him um, the whole time in the hospital, and I slept there a few nights and. Um, he was like out for a couple days or a whole day and he had visitors coming and like, he wasn't even coming. Yeah, we thought we were going to lose him, right? Yeah. He wasn't like responding and shit, but he'd perk up and he would like look around, but he was stare straight through you. Yeah. Like you weren't there, you know? And he just said shit. Like the dope thing is though, he stayed funny as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, he kept cracking. <laughs> cracking even when he's in up, and out of yeah. like consciousness. You're sitting there basically. crying yeah. and he's like making jokes yeah. to the other people oh he's talking God. to. <laughs> So good, man. Yeah, one thing, it was like he was just bullshitting with angels. Yeah, like he was. He was at the gates, and he was just himself, just fucking funny as hell. Yeah, like oh, I wrote a few things down. Someone came in. This will stick with me. This is like such a rad thing. But someone's like, "I love you, buddy. I'll see you soon." And he said, "My love isn't going anywhere," <laughs> which is like so heavy. Yeah. Uh, someone's like, "Hey, twos, how are you?" And this motherfucker's dying in a hospital bed. And he goes, better than you. (laughs) 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 Oh, what else did he say? Yeah, I remember him. He said, I'm ready to go to the other side. You straight heard that? Straight up, yeah. I'm ready to go to the other side. It was actually the night before he passed away. And his mom asked me to stay at the hospital with them. Yeah. And uh, he had been out. Like, we thought he was going to die that night. And he, he had oxygen like blowing air and into him like real hard so his mouth was like dry as i've ever seen anyone's mouth yeah and he fucking woke up and was all alert we're like holy shit and he's like water 
water. I need water. So we're like, fuck. Gave him water. And he started, he took a gulp and he started choking on it. Like, didn't think he was going to pull through this choke. Like, wow. like oh. And I grabbed him and, like, pat him on the back, you know, like a baby. And he's, like, trying to come come back, you know. And he sits up and he's, like, all kind of confused. And um, he had all these tubes and shit on him. Yeah. And the, the room was dark, and the only light was coming through the doorway. <clears throat> and he sat up, and he kept trying to get his legs off the bed. Really? And he's like, I'm ready to go to the other side. Like he was walking to the light. He was going towards the light, man. And I had to hold him. I was like, you got to stay here, dude. Like, you're still with us. Like, yeah. you got to stay put. Like, I know these tubes and shit suck, but, like, you got to stay here. Damn, dude. So, yeah, he was like... The only thing I could think is he's like trying to go to the light. Yeah, because he, he was like there, but he wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah, the he, way he'd look through us and be talking, having yeah. a full conversation. And he even told his mom uh, that he saw four figures surrounded in light. Really? That told him it's time to come with us. Like when you're ready, wow. it's time for you to come with us. God. So I don't know how you can like. Dang. Yeah, he said some shit, and I. Th- what else? He said, uh, <laughs> he's sitting there, and this is when he's, like, coming, coming in and out, and uh, you could tell he was, like, had a foot on both sides, you know, and he's all, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> I think I heard <laughs> <that>. <laughs> he Threw his hands up, and he's like, I didn't ask. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that one. And you're trying to mourn, Fucking you're trying to be like, twos, twos, and yeah. you're just like, you're losing the whole homie. room starts laughing, yeah. you're just like, what? Unreal. <laughs> and he said, uh, I want to get a ride with the rich cats. <laughs> it's like, almost like he's speaking to God. And yeah. Like, yeah. all right, so you can take this bus to heaven. Or we got this fucking caddy <laughs> over here. <laughs> like, I want to go with these guys. I want to go with the rich cats. <laughs> what a ledge. He talked about, like, uh. Oh, he said, you, and this is when he was like, I'm standing right next to him. And he's like, I said, staring straight through me. And he said, you made the oceans. Yeah. So it's like, he's. Wow. I was there for that one. He said, you made the oceans. Yeah. You made the oceans. He was in and out of consciousness. You're the guy who made the mountains. And I swear he accused some dude of stealing God's beer or something. too. like, (laughs) don't take that beer. (laughs) Like in the same conversation. It was insane. Crazy. I have it written down. He this said, hey, don't take his beers. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, like he was stealing <laughs> whoever is bringing him around, the angel's oh, beers or something. <laughs> only twos is going to be the guy to give us a glimpse into oh, what's dude, life yeah. after. Yeah, and this was one of my favorites. He's uh, And the, uh, obviously, this is all like like things he's just kind of firing off. Yeah. You know? But he said, uh, a bunch of criminals. It was me, but I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> unreal! His stories man. in there unreal. too, man. He would have a room of like twenty people and just light up comedy and just yeah. have the whole room laughing. So when he was more good. lucid, not in these moments. This is when he was like really with us. Yeah, just telling stories about Takitas jumping off the scaffolding. The, yeah, just the crazy. Backflip yeah, yeah, crazy shit. Just telling us the funniest stuff. Yeah, it was pretty. pretty yeah, I walked out of there moment. thinking like, damn, dude, do I need to rethink my life? There's something going on after here. Makes like, you just, think, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was pretty pretty special, man. Like, <clears throat> a lot of his really close friends came through, you yeah. know, like people that he hadn't seen for a long time. But there was one 
friend that hadn't made it yet, and that was Mikey. Yeah. And I, it was a few days before he could make it, and I heard him on the phone, and uh, t- Mikey's like, I'm coming as soon as I can. I think he was out of the country. And, hey, was uh, he was out of the country. And two said something like, I'm not going, I'm wait, I'll wait for you or something. Yeah. You know? And uh, I was in the hospital, and it was his mom and his baby mom and me, and he was not looking good. Like, every breath was just, like, really shallow. He was not with us. Like, he was breathing, but he wasn't. He looked so frail. Yeah. Skinny. Real bad. And Mikey had called me, and he's like, I'm on my way. I just landed at the airport. And I was like, you better hustle. Yeah. And uh, Mikey got there, and it was just us four in the room. And uh, we're all just showing him love, you know, just surrounding him, holding his hands, and, like, just telling him we love him, you know. And Mikey read some words. I had read some words in Native American prayer, and uh, and then Mikey read him some some words to help him pass to the other side, like to help him with his journey. You know, it was really like a sacred moment, <clears throat> and uh, it wasn't more than ten minutes after Mikey showed up. We spent some time. We're all standing around him, and Mikey's reading this like passage from a book, and he finishes reading, and then twos. Took his last breath right Damn. there. Yeah. Waited for Mikey. He fucking waited for Mikey. That's so insane. That's powerful yeah, stuff. That's yeah. powerful that's shit. That's so crazy. And it was like, you would think everyone would just be a mess. We just lost our fucking brother, you know? Yeah. But the room was like so peaceful. It was time. It was so like, no one was sad. It was yeah. just like, oh man, like. He's the struggles. in the room. Yeah, the you know? struggle, the fight. Is he over. fought hard, yeah, he dude. Fought. He was in a lot of fucking pain yeah. for a long time. And he waited so for like, Mikey too. That's so sick, man. Yeah, super special time. But yeah, rest in peace, dude. Rest, rest in peace, too, man. Never be anyone like him. Yeah, big dog, one of a kind, man. And I think that, like, man, that whole story is just like it's, it's insane, special. Yeah. It's powerful. It's makes you rethink what's important and to me hearing it like it just speaks to your character you know um you know you're the person that's going through the hardest times that you know you're you're the person there that's there for them the most and like that to me is more respectable than being the best nba player in the world who gives yeah. a shit like your character you're there when it matters, your character man. was there when it matters yeah. and it's like that's inspiration man that's how you should be living your life like i love that man yeah, I'd be there for any of my homies, you know. Yeah, that's you're like, you're a real one, man. You know? And you've you've come on a long journey, and it's just rad to see how dope you're doing, man. Thank yeah, you. that's yeah. A, that's the most yeah. inspirational shit I've heard. Doing in a long cool shit, time, man. Yeah. Doing cool shit. Still, Cab Two's still in there. You know, it's still there. It's yeah. still you still got that cap too. I think it's in there somewhere. <laughs> man. I got to just do some like get you to the rail guard next year. See what's up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Let's <laughs> do this. So there's uh, a couple of questions I like to just kind of run through at the end, just because they're kind of yeah. kind of keep it uh, uniform. Who would you say has been the biggest influence in your life and or in snowboarding? Mikey LeBlanc. Boom, boom, straight up, too. straight Sick. up, easy. Yeah. That's you don't even need to explain it. And then, um, what would you say like the three big lessons you learned going through? snowboarding and through life like what are the three biggest lessons that you've learned that you could kind of like if you could just regurgitate you know what i mean three biggest lessons remember who you are and where you came from yep 
uh, just fucking always be yourself. Yup. Huge. It's pretty, That's like, banger. golden rules. Yep. Uh, and I don't know. Go read the four agreements. Never take yep. anything personal. It's a Do great your book. best. It's a great book. Fucking whatever the other two are. <laughs> <laughs> those are my. Find out for yourself. Find out for it. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Man, this has been an unreal conversation, yeah, Benny. Benny. Thank like, you. thanks so much for coming and sharing and like talking to us, being and, open, and being open, and and now other people are gonna get to hear that and and be inspired. And hey, it's, back at you guys. Yeah, it's dude. been an honor, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. stoked yeah. to have been able to be here to have this conversation. Yeah, man. my pleasure. Hell yeah. yeah. Sweet. Well, thanks much for love. listening to the bomb hole. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, fellas. Props, brother. Much love. Wow, that episode was insane. Benny had one hell of a journey. And if you're feeling, you know, his story, don't be afraid to reach out to him and find him on the gram. Shoot him a DM. You know, I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Also, if you really enjoyed the episode, screenshot it. Post it on your gram. Tag the bomb hole. We'd love that. You can find us on Patreon. We have bombhole.com with the fire merch. We got shirts, stickers, mugs, air fresheners. I mean, we got everything that you need. And uh, we've been working on this podcast for a while. We got plenty of them in the wheelhouse. We're going to keep cranking them out, and we're excited. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it, and and we'll see you next week. Bombhole.com